longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, this week, we're talking about that billion-dollar Embracer deal that fell through, the detachable disk drive that has been spotted, and Kyle rolls his eyes, our opening night live predictions, the THQ showcase, Spider-Man 2 accessibility goes full matrix, and so much more as we do it live each and every Wednesday night over at youtube.com at PS Trophy Room at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But with all that said, with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, dude? I'm good. Yeah. It's been a day. Yeah. Which I'm excited to get into, but, you know. Yeah. Life. I hear you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Let me get the elephant out of the way. Yeah. Okay? I want you to start so I don't look like the ass who goes funnies before you, yeah. you talk about serious things. You're right. Seriousness and then levity. You know, God knows we need that the most nowadays. Um, I just want to, first and foremost, just like how I did last week, thank everybody for their love, kindness, and support for me and the Bad Bit family. Um, as our family dog uh, was sick last week, we had no idea what it was. Um, and now we found out, unfortunately, uh, doggos, Marty McFly Moran uh, has cancer, stomach cancer. Um Good news, bad news. He has a few months, so I get to give him some pets. I give get to give him extra treats. Like today, I gave him three pieces of cheese just because I could. Because you know what? Let's just roll the dice. You know what I'm saying? Um, But it sucks. So it's it's hard to be happy in times like these. And, you know, I was telling Kyle, depending on the news and when it fell, I may not be here this week, but I felt like. If anybody needed an escape this week, it was absolutely me. So, that mm-hmm. said, um, please keep that love, that kindness uh, coming, because we can definitely use it. We're all taking turns on being sad in the house. Yeah. Yesterday I mean, was me. Today is my mother. Yeah. Tomorrow, you know I love brother. you. Yeah. You know we love you very much. Yeah. Sorry to hear it, but hey, we kind of talked about it. At least you know. At least, yeah. A- 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 it's both a good and bad thing, but uh, I had a very similar feeling when my we had to put our dog down a few months ago yeah. on the day we recorded, and I came here just because I needed to distract myself, and that helped a huge and here's the thing uh, a huge amount that was during the PlayStation showcase, yeah, and then PlayStation had the audacity of go, like giving a trailer of like. A wolf dying. Yeah. You're like, Jesus. oh yeah, never. Oh, I know never very well. <laughs> it is ingrained in my brain. <laughs> Even everybody in the chat right now, because we are live. Yeah. Uh, thank you all so very much, man. Again, everybody is being so gosh darn great. Mm-hmm. So thank you all very much. And you know what? Shout out to Luke Lore because uh, he won our dog Deadpool. Um, we were betting on which dog was going to go first, his dog or mine, because uh, they were both on the way out. And so it looks like his dog wins, you know? Well, was this the joke you told me to prepare for? <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> All right, good. I'm just making sure. <laughs> oh, no, Kyle. I got another one coming. Oh, jeez. This is just the beginning. <laughs> no, but honestly, uh, you know, I'm I'm taking it way better than I thought I would. So 
There's that. And mm-hmm. um, I'm ready just to talk about PlayStation. I want it, I now yeah. need some levity. I've been a bummer thus far. So, Kyle, I'm bummed out. Which, again, you're allowed to be bummed out. Because when you say that, all the times that I've been bummed out, you're calling me a clown no, without saying it. <laughs> no, it's just like, I, I don't want someone in the car going, oh, my God, how long no, is this I guy going to go on about it. his I dog, you know? All right. Well, here, here, I'll tell you about my day today. Okay, it was please. both a good and a bad day. Okay. So, uh, you know, woke up like any normal day is great. You know, yeah. going to work here. My long commute of going down two flights of stairs. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a long, it's a long drive. Um, but I, I had my new couch delivered today. It's here. Thank nice. goodness. Finally. Nice. I haven't sat in it yet. I'm waiting until I can actually relax because if I sat in it, I'd probably fall asleep and Just... I'm not going to be here. <laughs> um but when they were coming and they called me, they were here. I go upstairs and I see my mom and my dad sitting next to each other and they both look pissed off. Mm. Right. I go, uh oh, what happened? Okay. And so my dad is on speakerphone with somebody. And long story short, because I'll get to the actual, you know, fun, exciting thing. My mom got a scam email that she thought was oh, no. real. She started freaking out and yelled at my dad. My dad then called the number in the email and gave access to this person on his computer. And he was, you know, doing didn't get far enough to, like, actually get like any bank information. Thank God. Okay. Um, But then after the couch or whatever, they tell me that they the guy, the scammer gave him another phone number to call whenever my dad needed him. Right. Okay. I know it's very weird. So I was like, "All right, very give me weird. the number. I want to call this dude." Yeah, <laughs> give me the number. So I call it right, and it goes straight to voicemail because what I expected. It's a California number, yeah, uh, which doesn't matter because they use a, a service called I think Text Now, where okay. you could just get a number anywhere. Sure, like yeah, WhatsApp. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so I called. I left a very nasty message, which is not going to be said here because oh. I don't have the. The the fast enough uh, reflexes to beep uh, bleep myself <laughs> in time, um, and then I'm going about my business. I'm working, whatever. I give receive a phone call from the number, and and the guy goes, "Hi, is this?" And he says my dad's name. And I go, "Oh no, 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 that's not my dad. This is his son." And then I ripped into him. Nice. Like, like you you know, I'm I'm a very patient, kind yeah. person. I don't yeah. say a lot of mean things. Mm-mm. The most vile things come out of my mouth. <laughs> and then he, we hang up on each other. And then he calls me five times in a row. Well, I pick up and then it's instantly right back to yelling and screaming at each other and, and cursing each other out and telling you, like, I'm going to kick your ass and all that stuff back and forth for a good five, ten minutes. I like and this then, new Kyle. This new Kyle's <laughs> rough and tough. Then my sister did the same thing. And my sister is like... The She's opposite mean. of me. She's she mean. she has no problem uh, giving it to people, uh, even if they don't deserve it. She yeah. has no problem yelling at them. And so she made a fake number <laughs> and <laughs> called him back. And then they started this whole thing. And he said some vile things to her that I oh cannot my, repeat here. Oh, my God. It was uh, it was a good solid hour. And I felt really good about myself. Oh, <laughs> it, it released and now some we're steam. We really- yeah. That's yeah, great. I might call him every once in a while and be like, hey, how you doing? F uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> and what are you, Irish? Bam. 
Um, you know, it's it's funny you mentioned that because scammers they're getting really good. Like now they're using AI. So my, scammers, not gamers. No, no, not not gamers. Scammers, scam. Like yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. Because my my grandma actually called me. She's like, I got a phone call from my brother saying that he oh. needs money. Yeah. And to send it to like because he needs to make bail, send it to this place right now. When I was in college, a scammer called my grandmother and like upset, acting like he was me, Mm -hmm. that I was in jail in Canada and I couldn't get home unless they, my grandmother sent him $10,000 immediately. Oh my God. And my grandmother was like, oh no, Kyle, are you okay? And then called my parents and my dad goes, what? (laughs) He's he's playing broomball in a co-ed league. What are you... What? He's playing D and D right now. What are you? Talking yeah, like, about? so it yeah. it happens. They're getting way too clever with it. Uh, I reported the phone number to that TextNow company. Okay, good. so hopefully Something they get happens. shut down for a little bit, and yeah. and 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 some, you know, yeah, people won't get scammed. But it's like my mom showed me the email. It's literally like. 101 this is a scam (laughs) the email was from some guy named craig at gmail not the actual company no the whole email was a jpeg image (laughs) like none of the links you click and you touch brings you to like a phone number or a website whatever it just brings up the image yeah technically it's my mom's fault because my dad knows to show me every show me the things first before he acts yeah my mom was just furious because it was like a 300 dollars charge they said that's and just immediately with, was like, you need to do something. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. This could have been avoided. It could have been avoided. <laughs> what is this? PlayStation Direct? Why? <laughs> yeah, come on. Come on. You know I need to use that the next time I try PlayStation Direct. There you go. I got you some just... words. <laughs> <laughs> that said, talking about dis- uh, depression spending for just a second. Yeah, I was in my feelings and I paid off my student loans. Congratulations to me. But I also went out and said, you know what? Let me just treat myself. Let me, I deserve it, though I know I'm getting the Armored Core Limited Edition. I went out and I bought uh, for 111 bucks the uh, Final Fantasy 16 Dual Sense. Ooh, yeah. I'm jealous. Yeah, and I'm not taking it? it out of the box. Uh, it was a Wario link, and I was like, I'm depressed enough <laughs> to not think about this. <laughs> Fair. And then all it took was three clicks later and Apple Pay coming in for the win. Uh, so I didn't even have to think about putting in my info <laughs> and I that's got awesome. the tool sets. So that's coming in a few weeks, you know, that's cool. Everything yeah. works out. Everything works yeah. out. That said, everybody, before we talk about all the latest and greatest in all things, PlayStation, a little bit of housekeeping, uh, head on over to the trophy room store. We got new merch house slanger house banger. I love, we Shout love to C- Matt Kennedy. I think tweeted us today. Yeah. He he tweeted yeah. us his swag. He's got a cup. He's got a shirt that says some th- something explicit on House it. House banger, baby. I don't like it. I like that's a voice having my back. House slanger. Let it slang. Let it slang high. Let it sling low. Free it. Sling it high. Sling it high. Sling it high. <laughs> sling it high. You sling it low. Sling it low. Sling it low. Shout out to Space Jam. Great soundtrack. Oh, Kyle, I love this new you. Let's keep this up forever. <laughs> and of course, shout out to Celsius. 
That's why oh, I have the energy right now. your energy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. It's time for our Patreon pitch. Of course, if you ever got you through a long car ride, a tough day at work, whatever your situation may be, it definitely helps us out if you send us over a dollar our way over at patreon.com slash at P.S. Trophy Room. And speaking of all the uh, Platinum members, uh, your shirts are coming. I'm going to be notifying you in the next uh, week or two uh, to be sending out your Sony Pony Express shirts. So, yeehaw! 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 I want to thank our newest member, Solo, at the Platinum Tier. I want to thank our premium producers, Todd Burowitz and Toxic. I want to thank our Platinum producers, Jay Shea, Jedi Master Ren, Cowboy Danger D, Jonas Young, The Green Gorilla Gamer, Chaotic Monkey, Millennial Falcon Gaming, Yuko Kill 90, Steven Flesh, uh, Struples and Bits, Bertos Maximus, Chris Hybrid 748, Matt Valdez, and Chris the Wizard. I want to thank our gold members, Cypher Primus, Darth Simon the Pie Man, Jesse Garcia, JB the Purple Monkey, Hyden Doors, Katie. Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, Marcus O'Neill, Red Arrow, The Aegis Hermit, Androsasaur, Astronaut Jr., The Winter Gamer, Robbie Bobby M- Miller, Brenton Zachary, Brenty Blob, Bubble Boy N7, uh, Captain Logan, Final Fan XZ, Hambone, JD Dillinger, M9 Prime, Stone Cold, E.T., Tino Six Speed, N. Johnson, Sean McKenzie, Rick Arrington, Spam and Bamman, Matthew King, Duh. Overlord, Dewane Raksha, Rick Davis, and Suddy. Love you, Suddy. Thank you so much. And of course, Patreon, it helps, keeps the lights on, keeps the mics going. Uh, right now, we're saving up for a new rig because mine's about to go. So every bit helps, you know? That'll be the fun depression spending, being able to buy a rig that doesn't scream at me when I turn it on. Yeah. It's going to be great. Now that my computer's like actually in use, more than it used to be it's doing some things that i'm not okay with right <laughs> like the screen just turned off randomly the other day it gives you a and like time. my mouth my mouse keeps disconnecting and reconnecting i'm like oh please yeah, please stay together come on please i have 15 dollars to my name right now <laughs> fair enough i just pay my student loans i got 16 dollars to my name kyle Woo! Ooh-wee. all right it's finally time to square up the news. The first bit of news comes from Tom Ivan over at VGC. Tom writes, Collapse $2 billion Embracer deal was reportedly with Saudi-funded Savvy Games. The Swedish company announced in May that a major deal had fallen through unexpectedly at the last minute, causing it to slash its earnings forecast, but it didn't reveal who the partnership was with. Axios reportedly learned the identity of the counterparty from several sources said to be familiar with the deal although they weren't able to confirm why Savvy backed out of the planned partnership. According to Embracer CEO Lars Winchfors, the partnership collapsed following seven months of negotiations. The company said the deal would have included over $2 billion in contracted development revenue over a six-year period. Savvy acquired an 8.1% stake in Embracer for $1 billion in June of 2022. The Swedish company owns entertainment rights for The Lord of the Rings, as well as popular gaming franchises like Tomb Raider and Borderlands. Embracer, which is due to report its first quarter earnings on August 17th, announced in June a restructuring plan which would see some game studios close and some projects canceled. 
Savvy was established uh, using the Public Investment Fund, or the PIF, the sovereign wealth fund of Saudi Arabia that is central to Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman's goal of making the country the country's economy less reliant on pro- oh my god reliant on proceeds from oil the pif also has also been used to make sin- significant investments in nintendo electronic arts take 2 and activision blizzard it was reported last september that savvy planned to invest a further $37.8 billion in games industry acquisitions including around $13 billion to acquire a leading game publisher oh we Thank God they didn't do that. Well, I don't know, Kyle. This seems like we got further like confirmation or confirmation that this, you know, we know who it was that backed out of the deal. I think a lot of people thought it was Amazon that kind of killed this mm. deal because he saw tendrils of things like, uh, you know, I know Amazon's making a Tomb Raider show and Amazon has a Lord of the Rings show. So you're thinking, well, maybe there was something tying these two together i want to know though for you my friend how does this make you feel where do you think thq kind of goes next i know they just had a showcase sorry embracer what did i say thq Eh, tomato tomato i know thq just had their showcase but i don't know where where do you think this kind of takes them because they had such a massive idea of like we have a hundred plus studios working on games Mm mm-hmm where does it go from here, Kyle? Uh, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I really think, and I hope that what was it, Lars? Yep. I I hope Lars reevaluates the way he's building it out. I think I just feel like he went too big too quick. Yeah. And I I, I feel like that deal falling through. If, if I was him, would have me reevaluate how many projects, how many studios, how many things are um, piling on and really focus on like high quality things. Yeah. Making sure the games that I have, the IP that I already have, make sure they're good instead of just middling things. Cause then it's just like a, um, it's like a slow burn down uh, descent into yeah. like it. It makes me kind of kind of ask myself, how many of these deals just based on word and a handshake or even just like, a, yeah, we got your back actually exist out there in, in, in this industry alone? Because to me, acting in such a way that like Lars and, and, and crew have over this like, you know, deal that was kind of like a handshake agreement, not on any type of parchment just makes me kind of scratch my head, but also kind of makes me think of what type of relationship that that these two parties had with each other. So like a part of me is kind of thankful because the Saudi uh, government isn't the most tolerant of, of folks out there. Yeah. So to see them have yeah. less influence is always a great thing. At Agreed. the same exact time, I think what you're talking about, Kyle, like this reassessment also comes with a reassessment of the company as a whole and getting rid of folks, getting rid of teams and developers just strictly because we got to realign ourselves. And that's the thing that's a real bummer in all of this. So absolutely. Yeah. In, in one hand, it's like, okay, we don't have this, what we feel uh, this foreign influence that is a negative one in 
games, but at the same exact time, you're right. I think THQ, their eyes got way too big for their stomach. Like it seemed like every other month they were acquiring something. Yeah. And some of it made sense. Like, uh, like real talk limited run. I actually think was a huge pickup for, for them. Like, yeah. I mean, just think about this as, you know, physical media, sadly, I will agree with you. Sadly is, is, you know, mm-hmm. going the way of the Dodo, you're seeing limited run games going, Hey, we'll, we'll make, you know, physical prints of, you know, games X, Y, and Z. You're seeing them do like limited edition, like, you know, things for like, Jedi Fallen Order and stuff like, or sorry, mm-hmm. Jedi Survivor and stuff like that. So like some pickups have been smart, but others just have yourself like, you know, kind of like scratching your head as to like, how, why, how does this really make sense? How this, how does this really benefit you? Cause I really do think that Embracer wanted to be the king of the double A space. King of the castle. King of the <laughs> king castle. Of the, I have a chair. <laughs> and now they're, they're kind of flailing and it it kind of sucks to see. I, I view them as many gamers are, including myself. Yeah. Where you just buy a, a new game, even though you have plenty in the backlog you can play. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're just snatching up the studios because, oh, that looks cool. Oh, that's a really uh, nice idea. Oh, it's real pretty. Yeah. Let me buy it so you can be under our umbrella. And then it just is like forgotten about. Yeah. Or, or they, they focus or, or, or switch focus and go somewhere else. Yeah. I, I just think, I think having, having the amount of money available to spend doesn't mean you should always spend it. Yeah. And now he, he put himself and the whole company in thousands upon thousands, maybe even millions of people that work for him. Yeah. Maybe not that much, but like it, it, in danger of losing a lot. Yeah. Yeah, which is which is not good. And and you're even seeing it like when when you think about like acquisitions, like think about like uh, the way like act uh, you know the Activision Blizzard deal has been happening. Um, you know, with with Xbox, even them, you know, even people within the Xbox circle kind of admitting or or hearing from from their side side going like, yeah, their eye has been a little off the ball because they're distracted getting this deal done, right? So like even as I think. Microsoft and Sony have been more, um, you know, I guess, careful about their acquisitions. Uh, lack of mm-hmm. better words, again, dog not sure. good. My brain's somewhere else. Uh, yeah. But like, please give me the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> but like, you're even seeing like active uh, ac- acquisitions. The 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 scope and the scale do take your eye off the game, and to see, even again, like companies like Microsoft do it. I feel like the better way you see it takes their eye off the ball. So like thinking about THQ right now, it's like their eye must've not even been on the board. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man, I hope this, we get some type of reassessment, some realignment and sure that's going to go with some redundancies and, and people are going to unfortunately lose their jobs, but hopefully the ship can be turned. So not everybody out there is losing their jobs. Agreed. And it's the sad reality of it. But yeah, it, it, yo, the word I wanted to say was more responsible. So the likes Fair. of like Microsoft and, and Sony. And I think yep. what we saw out of Embracer was a bit of ir- irresponsible spending. You're right. Spending to spend it because, you know, inflation. And that's your excuse. But you don't Or they're scared to. they're going to lose out on a major IP. Yes. 
someone else is going to get it and then they're in their eyes their portfolio is going to be weaker because they don't go out and grab this thing yeah but it is what it is kyle i want to talk about why people are here why people click the link why we're going to have a nice little back and forth a gentleman's duel i can't wait for this conversation (laughs) (laughs) the next bit of news that needs to be squared up comes from michael leary over at ps lifestyle michael writes video of ps5 with a detachable disk drive leaked twitter user bwe underscore dev claimed they had video of the same console as the one seen in the leaked photo which they later backed up with the above post the person rotates the system around and shows almost all sides of it. While it remains while it remains to be seen how it all works and how the disk drive actually attaches, it gives a little better view of its unique dimensions. They also later noted that this was just a shell of the system. The small showcase also demonstrates how there are two USB-C ports on the front instead of one USB-A port and one USB-C port that are in the current models of the PS5. The video, however, doesn't show off the system's backside. That's right. for OnlyFans. <laughs> I love you so much, Kyle. Please, Celsius, sponsor us so we can just give Kyle yeah, all that of is it. one sponsor that we will actually actively take. That's right. That's right. All right. There's two questions here. I don't know which one should go first. I'm going to go with Ace Insane. Okay? Ace Insane writes in, just like you can to head on over to our Discord server. People say it's the biggest Discord server in the video game industry and the most positive and uplifting and funny community out there. So you could, you know, click that description. It's there. Join us. There's new people joining every day. And you get to write in your questions. Submit them each and every Wednesday. I get to pick them out on the show. Just like Ace Insane, who writes, hey, guys, pretty straightforward question. If the leaked PlayStation 5 Slim model is accurate, assuming no power or other improvements, is this not completely pointless? Seems like very minimal changes in size and cosmetics. P.S. Kyle, you are absolutely right. A detachable disk drive PS5 is an asinine idea. If you want the option to be disk or digital, that's what a disk model PS5 is for. Thank you, Ace and <laughs> Kyle, from what we Joe. know, it's only like a little slimmer. It's a little shorter. And it's, You're telling it, me there's a line at the top? Oh, cool. There's two lines. It's a racing stripe. That's pretty cool. That's actually pretty cool, you know? I saw a Toyota okay. Corolla with a racing stripe on it today. Anything right, Ricky possible. Bobby's dad. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is not cocaine. It's just Fruit Loops. So... <laughs> Kyle, yeah, you saw this design, and yeah, uh-huh. this guy's wielding it with one hand. I'm like, absolutely, this is just the chassis of this thing. Yeah, You're not yeah, wielding course. a PS5 one-handed like that. I like how you you, you reference it as a wielding. Yeah. Like, he's going into <laughs> battle with this thing. <laughs> that said, though, I'm going to say it. I like the design. Why? You're <laughs> nuts. <laughs> I like it. It's you cool. are insane to me. How am I insane? Joe, it is literally the disc version of the PS5. Okay, but without it. 
you just like spending money you don't have to. Kyle, all right, here's how I know. Here's how it's in the insides are going to be the same. Sure, of course it is. I'm, listen. So you're just buying a di- another digital version that you can attach a disc thing to. I, I, I it's cool. I, it's cool. You got a so racing stripe. So is this thing right here that has a disc? I could put a racing stripe on this one. Okay, well then go. Well, why haven't you done it yet, Kyle? Because I don't, I don't feel the need to. Race. Here's the thing: where you forget about the r- racing strip on. Any Are you type high of thing. right now? What's going on? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, are you a cop? Listen. I am. Uh, Remember that Toyota Corolla I said that had a racing stripe? 2006 yeah. Toyota Corolla? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. right? Uh-huh. It's 5% cooler because of that racing strip. The guy who owns that also has syphilis, so I don't know. <laughs> what, what do you want? I'm not saying every one of his decisions in life were great, but that one was. No, I listen. Uh, I... All right, let's get to the brass tacks of this question. All right. Is it asinine? Is this dumb? Outside looking in, I have no I have no horse in this race, Kyle. I have a I know PS5. you just you just bring it up to make me upset. Yeah. And for me, I'm thinking if I'm PlayStation, I need to lower the cost of the, of making this console, right? Mm-hmm. What better way of just eliminating one skew and just having literally just one skew and giving people the illusion that the price is cut because this console will be at the end of the day, 400 bucks. So all of a sudden now you have a mainline PlayStation five up against your competition, the Xbox series X, and you could talk about sales numbers all day, whatever I get it selling well, but like up up against the play, uh, the the series X and now it's all of a sudden a hundred bucks cheaper. And the allure now is that people come into your ecosystem and they're not going to GameStop anymore, all right? Yeah, they're they're going straight to you to go buy their games digitally, and you give them the allure of an option by having that disc drive in there, so that they could go to GameStop. But you know, people won't, right? Like just seeing, just seeing how digital is trending, it just makes sense. So if you're Sony, I get it. I guys, I get it. The idea of this system is silly. But if you're Sony, don't you see it makes sense? Can you can you enlighten me and everyone at home? Okay. What is the difference right now in price from digital to disc? A hundred bucks. Okay. Okay. So, in my mind, just discount the disc version to the digital version, right? And it solves the same issue because I mean, it's not like the disc version, right? can only play physical media games. The digital version, like, yeah, that's all digital only. But the disc version, you can also buy digital games and play it on. Right. So this slim version, you know, being a digital forward thing with a a detachable disc drive, is just like them, again, back to Embracer, just spending money they don't have to. <laughs> they could have just discounted the disc version and make a smaller version of that. Like, I, I understand people want a digital-only thing that's totally fine. Right. But it's not like the disc version can't play digital games already. And, and again, you're seeing it through the, the you're seeing it through the Ace Insane perspective, which isn't wrong. Yeah. But I'm thinking about it through the, I'm the you know, I'm the suit and tie. 
where it's like, okay, yeah. this was a great idea before all this inflation nonsense started happening, the chip shortages, whatnot, have you. Um, now we can find ourselves a way to make things cheaper, not just on the manufacturing side, because you're thinking if I'm making a, you know, two SKUs of a different product, right? The innards of that PlayStation 5 digital is slightly different than the PlayStation 5 with a disc. So all of a sudden now I have two separate trays that I'm making both PlayStation 5s on, right? All of a sudden I'm making two different types of shells. So they're they're literally just trying to simplify it going, here is a one and done solution. It's 400 bucks and you have the option of buying the disc. But Joe, it, it it takes hours just to get access to the SSD slot to put in a new <laughs> SSD. It takes, it takes three hours to unscrew minutes. that thing. I know, I know, I know, I know. To to me, I actually think the 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 now here's where I'll get shit. Okay, mm-hmm. they should have improved on the PlayStation 5's design. Yes, because I'm with you on that one. To me, the real problem with the PlayStation 5's design. Everybody, I get it. You're about to fight me. I don't think it's an ugly console. I I, I roll my eyes every time. It's like it's so big. Uh, I, I gotta I gotta you know break my roof to just fit in the room like that. Like ha ha ha. Um, the problem I have with the PlayStation Five is I can't lay it down horizontally. Right, I need that dumb stand in order to do it. It seems like with this PlayStation Five, quote unquote slim, you still need that dumb stand to lay it down. That's where I think is the cardinal sin with the design of the PlayStation 5. It's not that it's super big. It's not that it's super long. It's just I can't lay it down without a goddamn screw <laughs> and a stand Listen, that I'd lose. You know? I, I'm with you on this idea. I mean, I, I'm glad the flaps are still flapping because I enjoy that part of the design. Yeah. Uh, I'm listening. I'm, the fan is making a noise in my room, oh, and it's annoying okay. me. It's okay. Okay. Um it's just that where was I going before the fan? Um, <laughs> where was I? Sa- oh, I am with you on the fact that you should have taken the opportunity yeah. to do a brand new looking PS5 if you're going to slim it down. Yeah. Like the the PS4, I think when it first came out, I loved that design. But to see how they changed it up over time, I, I loved it. I even loved the three tiered sandwich PS4 Pro. That yeah. was cool too. Robbie Bobby just Miller like, in chat. Let's keep it PG, okay? He says everybody lays down to screw. <laughs> Let's keep it PG, okay? Yeah, I mean, I've seen videos that disprove I mean, that. Yeah. I mean, me and Luke's mom would very much disagree. Ooh. Oh boy. <laughs> what we do with that border, uh, John. <laughs> I just I would rather, and I think you would agree with me on this one. Yeah. I would rather them t- spend that R&D money for a detachable disk drive design on this slim and put it towards, you know, making sure Project Q is up to snuff and, mm-hmm. and at the most advanced it could be, uh, you know, making PSVR 2 even better than it already is right. or, or you know, put it into your, your streaming and your cloud stuff that we talked about last week. Like, use that money for that that could actually – that <sighs> solves a, a problem – yeah. This doesn't solve a problem. This I, is just another option. Again, I think it solves a manufacturing problem. It streamlines they, it. I feel like it would give more 
opportunity for something to go wrong if you're manufacturing another piece. You remember when PS4s first came out and the HDMI thing on the back? Some of them were uh, hiding or or over the port stuff and you couldn't plug in HDMI. That's a manufacturing thing. So if you're going to make a detachable disk drive, what if something goes wrong with those batches? There's just two. There's a, just another step that c- could make something go wrong. I think I think you're in your feelings here, Kyle. I think you and Ace. And I think are you are feelings. just. I think you just are are poking the bear just to poke the bear. <laughs> you know, deep down in your heart, this whole thing is dumb. No, I listen. I again, to me, I feel like remember it's a revision first and foremost. I I would hate to call this a a slim model, right? And I think. A lot of people, mm-hmm. I, one meme in particular had me dying. I think Okami Games uh, tweeted out, it's like, the PS5, and it's a guy really close to his his camera, and it's like, the PS5 Slim, it's the same guy, <laughs> but he just moved away a little bit, took five <laughs> steps back. Like, I yeah, get yeah. people are taking the piss out of it. This was never a quote-unquote Slim thing. You know, it, Slim is great for SEO. It's a problem nowadays when you're titling everything, anything, like how we titled it. PlayStation 5 Slim, SEO. Like, we want our content to be seen. That's what we put out there. To me, Don't I f- even get me started on the real-world things of making Slim being the more attractive option. Right. Don't get me started on that rabbit hole, because I'll be all here right, all Lizzo, let's relax. So, like, to me... <laughs> very topical this evening. So, like, to me, I, I feel like it's more like the PlayStation 4 with the matted cover more than it's like the PlayStation 4 Slim, right? That's how I'm kind of treating this revision of the console. It's like, it's not so much Slim, it's a little smaller, but it is something that streamlines their process in order to get more of these consoles out. And to me, that's the the biggest you know challenge, is like getting this thing cheaper for people to make more of them so that more people have and get a chance to to get their hands on the console. That said, Brody writes in, "What's up, guys? Hoping, uh, oh sorry, um, hello all. Uh, oh wait, oh no no, you know Brody, you're guff. You're okay. You're okay. Good. I'll wing it. Hope all is well. Are you going to be getting a PlayStation Five Slim? If so, what?" design changes do you like to can be compared to the current models or what design change do you feel that could have been better thank you for always delivering amazing shows well thank you for the amazing question brody so kyle yeah you're not getting this playstation 5 slim no currently in, in what i know about it now yeah i am not if for some reason this changes into this PS5 Slim mm-hmm. is really the PS5 Pro, and it is an upgrade on the inside. Then I'll cons- heavily consider it sure. for the more power. But if it's just a smaller version of what I already have, I don't need it. Yeah, same. I I take it like the the one big beneficial thing is like the two USB C ports in the front. That's a game changer. Um, I think if you're a, a PlayStation 5 user and a PSVR 2 user, you know that like you have to balance or you have to kind of juggle between like, oh, for example, Steel Series. A lot of the headset manufacturers use that USB-C slot. Now, all of a sudden, I'm out a PSVR 2 slot. 
So like I can't wear my headphones, my awesome headphones I just paid for with my PSVR 2. That sucks. So that's the one benefit I have to the console. But to me, I think the 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 change that they lacked was just being able to lay this thing down on its side. <laughs> Like the good Lord intended. I hate that I have the PS5 standing up and the Xbox Series X standing up because they mm. just look goofy uh, when you I try to like lay I kind of like it down. vertical. I used to be a horizontal boy, yeah. but I kind of like it vertically now. You make me sick. That being said, though, at the <laughs> end of the day, when we're like, we are really splitting hairs here because yeah. I'm not staring at my PS5 when I'm playing my games. Absolutely not. No, yeah. I'm staring at the controller to make sure I hit the right buttons. <laughs> exactly. That said, though, <laughs> would you like a update to the PS5 that turns the lights off? Like of the console no. itself or d- the dim? Sometimes the light distracts me a little bit. Okay. I mean, that's I can see it, it happening, but um, it doesn't bother me too much. All right. What would you want the redesign to actually look like? Because that was part of Brody's question. I can't think of anything other than go full pyramid with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just take the PS4 Pro and keep adding layers. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I think most of the PlayStation's designs mimic that of like architecture of like skyscrapers. Like PS2 yeah. looks like a business building. The PS3 mm-hmm. looks like a headquarters of some kind, right? Like mm-hmm. the PS4 even looks like a big ass like building. And yeah. to an extent, yeah, the PS5 does look like Sauron's eye. But, so or like it came straight out of Dubai or something like that. Exactly. So as I'm saying that, I want the Okami game sphere. <laughs> Mimicked straight from the big giant eyeball in Nevada. That's what I want. Oh my god. Do you, um what was, was it the before even four came out? What was the, there was an orb, right? Like yeah. someone made up a like a what was a PS6? PS6. And it was just like a water orb or mm-hmm. whatever it was. I think, I think it was wasn't that like a PS2 advert back in the day? It's the, I, it's the one like with that. the baby. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't know. Nightmare feel that was. I have no idea what it, even the next iteration of consoles will look like. Like I, I feel like that might be one of the hardest things to come up with. Yeah, because everybody's like, it's and, gonna be in the cloud. It's never in the cloud. It's gonna be a hockey puck. They made them even bigger. I, I mean <laughs> at the end of the day, it's just a box to hold things. Yeah. It's just how do you make it look different and, and appealing enough for people to want to get it? I don't know. Apparently you make it look like China. Hey. <laughs> you said flaps, got me thinking. Hey, that's why I say it every week. <laughs> All right, Kyle, let's go to the next story on the list, good sir. Uh, Derek Strickland from what I'm re- Is that the real yeah, media Tweaktown. outlet? Yeah, Tweaktown. Tweaktown. I've never heard of Tweaktown. Uh, Sony prepared to take necessary measures to sell 25 million PS5s, including more discounts. This is me editorializing right here. Necessary measures like making another pointless detachable distract. This is why it makes sense. Oh, just, you know, read the goddamn story. <laughs> A bit ago, Sony and multiple retailers decided to reduce the PS5's price tag by at least $50. This led to some pretty surprising deals with both consoles and accessories, with the base disc 
PlayStation 5 model, selling for as low as $420. Now in the latest Q1 fiscal year 2023 earnings report, Sony outlines the reasons for the sales. Apart from the unconfirmed reports that a new PS5 model is believed to launch sometime this year, Sony Corporation essentially says that it hasn't sold as many PS5 consoles as it would have liked, and the company is willing to take, quote-unquote, necessary measures to hit its lofty sales target of 25 million PS5s sold throughout the fiscal year. Here's what Sony said in its latest Q1 report. Quote, PS5 hardware sales were 3.3 million units, a significant increase of 38% year-on-year. This amount is somewhat less than the expected progress toward our fiscal year sales target of 25 million units, but due to promotions begun it whoa due to promotions begun in July nice. we are seeing an improvement in the momentum of sales we have positioned the accelerated penetration of ps5 hardware oh. as one of the highest priorities in this fiscal year and we will try to work steadily to implement necessary measures to achieve our hardware sales target of 25 million units these measures of course include price reductions the development is also particularly particularly my god i can never say that word right interesting given that sony raised the prices of the ps5 in practically all worldwide regions last year except for the united states and a lot of these deals are nevertheless prevalent in the u.s as well as other regions furthermore just a few months ago sony interactive entertainment ceo jim ryan said that the division was quote constantly looking at the prices of our products and services and will change prices when it's justified and necessary end quote Flaps penetration, Jesus! Are we on the right site? <laughs> Talking about all this stuff. You're uh, the one that brought Tweak Town into this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so here's my qualm. All right, here's my issue. You raised the price of the consoles. No wonder why you're not selling as many as you'd like. <laughs> Duh. Right. Uh, that that's the thing that truly annoys me here. Um, you know, I seen Twitter. I I've glanced at it platform x for just a sec where people point at like oh xbox is selling not as great as like i don't know the xbox one right now it's like both Mm -hmm. of them aren't selling the way they want right now we're kind of in like this this weird it's not really but it is a recession at the moment like things are incredibly expensive when they don't need to be and Mm -hmm. right here right now you're seeing the playstation 5 the price being raised last year for them to now temporarily slash the price of this year, it makes no sense because like most of the, most of these discounts, Kyle, are by fifty bucks the amount that they yeah. raised a year yeah. ago. That's the frustrating thing here. I feel like it's the same person telling Square Enix to have their expect- expectations for game sales super high. Yeah, it's the same dude that needs to get fired. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm with you. What? Why? Why, Why? raise it not that long ago? It's only approve a discount a few months later it just it makes no sense it makes no sense it's really aggravating though i will say if you're an american how 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 we liking all them freedoms because guess what hey we got one thing going for us we got one thing going for us the disc model right now kyle your beloved Mm -hmm. uh 50 bucks cheaper so you could get at for 49.99 and the controllers 50 bucks off that is a good. That so is there good. You go. Now, at the end of the day, Kyle, I'll also say this: I am buying a second PS5 <laughs> because I need that Spider-Man PS5. Let's be real, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I I I'm trying to find the plates everywhere, and I'm like, I might as well trade in my PS5 here, get the disc model, 
and uh, spe- it would be literally. I did the the math. The mm-hmm. there's an awesome like um, trade in policy right now at GameStop. It'd be pretty much the same amount of money that I would be paying on eBay to get those damn plates. So like to me, oh. I'm like, I might just actually pull the trigger on the on the hey, Spidey uh, PS5. I, I this could be egg on my face, so I'm gonna ask this before without even looking it Please. up. Is there a digital Spider-Man PS5? PS5? No, there's not. Oh, hmm, funny. Yeah. But it comes with the mm. digital code, so. No, I know. It's stupid. It's fine. <laughs> Wait, what, are you, what are you trying to say, Kyle? Oh, that that they're making no, the disc trying- version. The disc version is, uh, you know, has the special edition. That's all I'm saying. Okay. That's all. That's it. That's it. Well, you yeah. know, they got to entice people to buy that big fat piece of <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Digital's Slow down. where it's at. All right. If it oh wasn't for the gosh. plates and that goddamn you know where it's at? controller, What's you know that? where it's at in a week? It, Germany. Okay. Andy Robinson over at VGC writes: Jeff Keighley says this year's Gamescom opening night live is quote less about n- announcing new projects end quote. Yeah. Jeff Keighley has provided an update on his next flagship game show, Gamescom Opening Night Live, which he says will focus less on announcing new projects. Speaking to VGC ahead of the August 22nd event, the host and producer said that viewers should expect mostly updates on announced games planned to release over the next 12 months. Quote, it's going to be an exciting show with new looks at many announced upcoming games like Alan Wake 2 and Black Myth Wukong. Uh, Keeley said this year's opening night live is less about announcing brand new projects and more about giving fans updates on some of the biggest games due out over the next year. End quote. Opening night live is the game awards producers, regular pre-show presentation for the German gamescom expo, which last year took place in Cologne as in, as an in-person event for the first time since 2019 last year's show ran for just over two hours and featured more than 35 games. According to Keeley, Opening Night Live presents unique challenges compared to its other annual events, the Game Awards and Summer Game Fest, not just due to its European location, but also due to ties to partners exhibiting at Gamescom itself. Mm-hmm. Quote, first, there are the logistical challenges for our L.A.-based team to produce a big-scale show in Cologne, Germany. Thankfully, Gamescom and, oh boy, Go for it. Cole Messi are great partners. I probably butchered that. The oh, other challenge, right. but also opportunity, is that this show is directly tied to the partners and games that we'll be exhibiting at Gamescom. We're always trying to find ways to create synergy between what's happening on the floor and inside Opening Night Live, end quote. Keeley said that despite being his only European event, he views Opening Night Live very much as a global showcase with projects from teams around the world. You know what? I'm going to have Long Chicken tell us if that was the right pronunciation because he's German. You know? But Colna Messi, is, that sounds correct. Colna uh, Okay. I think that's not. We won the war. We get to pronounce it whatever way we want. Uh, Kyle, we'll be reacting. Well, I'll be reacting live Tuesday, yeah. August 22nd at 2 I'll p.m. I'll be in chat. EDT time here on YouTube. So be on the lookout for that. Maybe I bring in a special co-host. Who knows? But Kyle, you're you're too busy with work. Look at you being a working. I man. know. I mean, Ooh. I'll be here literally where you see me right now in the video version. <laughs> I just can't live react. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I just like can't a do meeting it. or whatever, you know. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the first prediction here. 
Let's do it. And, and a lot of these questions are predictions, so I'm just going to like kind of vamp off these questions we got here. But yep. first things first, Kojima's been teasing that he's mm-hmm. editing a trailer. The boy loves to edit. He sure does. You're seeing. He also loves Jeff Keighley. So much so. Maybe even more than editing himself, he loves Jeff Keighley, and the feeling's mutual. Um, you, You've seen Kojima with the Xbox team. You've seen him with Jim Ryan and the PlayStation team. With if photos, it seems like every day or even every hour. It seems like Phil Spencer comes in, shakes hands. Jimbo gets jealous, shakes his hand. Then do you Phil think there is a waiting room back, together? <laughs> like, <laughs> like Phil goes in and sees Kojima. After that appointment, he leaves. He gives Jim a wink and a nod. Then Jim goes in and he has his picture. It's more like I'm thinking like Step Brothers. It's like like a half then, nod. Yeah, so, and then they leave the compound, and Doug Bowser's outside, just begging to come in. <laughs> like I feel like that's kind of what's happening. Yeah. Well, Doug Bowser's too busy, you know, counting his Luigi Mansion money to even care. <laughs> you know, he's like, we have BTS at home. Who cares? Um, do you think Kojima's here? I do. Okay, here's a question for you. Next next question. Do you Which think one is Kojima it? is yeah announcing the Xbox game, showcasing the PlayStation game, or showing off both? That is the question, because the Xbox game would still fall into the category of something that's already been announced, right? It doesn't have a title or anything, but like he talked about it during an Xbox show. Yeah. So it's not like a secret. He is working on something with Xbox. But the game title would be huge. Like, we now know what that is. Yeah. I could also see a weird-ass Death Stranding 2 trailer showing off. um, What's her name? Mama? The actress. No. The the, the actress that is big for this game. Yes. The big get. Uh, I, I forget her name? her name too. I forget her name too. I can see her face. Um, yeah. I could totally see that as well. Um, both would be, I think, stretching it. I don't think we get both. It's one or the other, and I'm going to put my money on. I'm going to say the Xbox game. The Xbox game. I think if hmm. the rumors that we know nothing about at all of maybe a new a. An, a uh, a second PlayStation showcase, maybe Death Stranding is saved for that one. Okay, so you still have hope that we're getting uh, another showcase. Thank you, Green Gorilla. Uh, L Fanning. L Fanning. The there you go. I was looking. I was failing. Yeah. Yeah. L Dakota Fanning. Fanning is his sister. That's his sister. Okay. Yep. Yeah. From War of the Worlds. Yeah. Isn't it weird though, Dakota Fanning? Last time I saw her, she was eight. And like it seemed like she was eight forever, and then all of a sudden she disappears, and now she's like forty two. Like, isn't that wild? To I, you? I I feel the same way of Hit Girl from uh, Kick Ass. Yeah, Chloe Grace Moretz. Yeah, she she's was a 12. little kid kicking ass, and now she's you know playing Warcraft and yeah. down on Twitch and whatnot as a grown ass cool woman. Shit, and exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right, back to the show. I yep. think we're gonna get both. No, that'd be cool. Okay. The, the reason why I say this is, you know, Keeley has said it's going to focus mainly on things we've already announced, right? So Death Stranding has been shown 
at a Keeley stage. It makes sense. They're very close. PlayStation does want a presence in that showcase. You saw that they announced the date for Spider-Man uh, at, at, you know, um, at, at the last Keeley joint. So it only makes sense that PlayStation is here in some way, shape or form. And I think Death Stranding 2 makes sense at the same exact time. I think it would be a, a Keeley brag that he gets two Kojima announcements at one stage and he gets to make that tweet and feel high and mighty, rightfully so. So I actually think you're going to see both games at this showcase for sure. Uh, I'm just trying to see if I could find what exhibitors will be there. Mm. So, yeah, PlayStation will be there. Mm-hmm. Xbox is going to have a huge presence there. Yep. And you're thinking maybe they make one last push for, you know, a, a Starfield of some sort, right? Or just something we haven't seen yet. Uh, and then mm-hmm. you're going to probably get a lot of like THQ. You're going to get a lot of like triple I big indie Team games. 17 because they're, uh, mm-hmm. they're European based, if I'm yep. not mistaken. I like I, I could totally see a Blasphemous 2 trailer Ooh. being shown because i think that comes out next week yeah yeah and, i mean uh, they hyenas are from sega they really want to remind you that game exists mm-hmm. so like there's going to be a lot of partners here and i think playstation and xbox want to be there in some way shape or form but not throw out the big guns for it not to say kojima is not a big gun but like leave their first party titles there yeah, you know, or, or, or I, at their uh, showcases. Could also see um, Cyberpunk, Phantom Ooh, Liberty, European Studio. That's right, Polish. Gamescom. That's right. It has been already unveiled and released. It's coming out soon. I can see another trailer. Yeah, maybe a um, uh, more gameplay focused one. God, that game gets me so hyped. Yeah, so hyped, man. I cannot wait. That said, Long Chicken writes in with their first prediction. Will the Last of Us multiplayer game finally be shown? Sorry for asking again. I can't wait for Naughty Dog's take on a multiplayer game. As always, much love for Germany. Grazie. Yeah. Buongiorno. <laughs> Long chicken. <laughs> um, yeah. Are we going to see the Last of Us here? I don't want to be a bummer. Go for it. I'm going to say No? No. Why not? A and only A. <laughs> uh, last one stays coming. I think if we hear any updates or see anything, maybe they hold it for that. As yeah. tiny as it might be, right. I, I think they'll hold it for that. Yeah. Be um, be disappointed when you get a plaid sweater and a poster reveal on Last of Us Day. I won't be. Listen, I'll be buying I, that plaid sweater. I've got the two posters from the last one right here, and they're gorgeous. That's right. Yeah, that's fair. Um. No, just because I think that game is in some sort of peril. So I think they're also trying to figure out what a Naughty Dog multiplayer game looks like right now. Um, that being said, Kyle, here's my here's my next like question for you as I'm trying to pry. We've seen Project Q. We have seen the PlayStation 5 Slim that we all love. Oh, everybody loves it's a shorter flap as well. Shorter flap. Sorry. Uh, it's tucked. Really the flaps Joe. are tucked. Yes. 
Savoy got me really good in chat, and that's Please. why I was shaking my head. He goes, when did Lesbos get a sequel, Kyle? LOL. How <laughs> dare you, sir? It's great. How dare you? It's great. Um, <laughs> but do we see PlayStation hardware here? Because we saw the DualSense Edge here. Number one selling accessory of the year, DualSense Edge. Or something along those lines. I, I honestly, I think, uh, I think Q might be a good, good, a good prediction. G- so you think we see the Project Q here? Possibly have a, uh, you know, maybe, maybe they pull Cerny out to talk about it. I don't know if he's the lead architecture on it or arc- yeah. architect on it. I don't know. It, does he come out like twisted metal with a necklace full of ears? Uh, no. Now he's asking for your thumbs. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I just love thumbs. They come in all sorts of sh- shapes, all sorts of sizes. Well, what's his brother's name? Them. Tim, right? That's right. Tim is the character. Not me, Mark Cerny. <laughs> I got your lobes. Now I want your opposable thumbs. That's the only thing that separates us from man from beast. <laughs> Kyle, what do you, so you don't you think only Project Q? If there's a hardware reveal, only Project Q. You don't think the Slim's gonna get revealed there? It'll make a big splash. Remember? I mean, yeah, it would. I, I don't know. I don't understand what PlayStation's doing this year anyway. <laughs> Fair enough. When it comes Especially to marketing, like I don't know. I have no idea what they're even thinking. I mean, so it's I'll- hard to kind of predict where they're at. They, they just want their presence there. Like, I don't think it, it's meant to be like, oh, this is the biggest thing in the world. I do think PlayStation wants to show the mass market that like, or the mass gamers of just like, hey, listen, we got this cool cloud thing too, and it's coming. It's coming sooner rather than later. So here's what this thing can do. Here's a price tag. And you get it shown without having a big showcase. Because as many people want to think that there's some PlayStation showcase that seemingly fix the, you know, fixes the last PlayStation showcase, that's not it. You're going to get one more-ish state of play. And that's what we're getting. So it's like we're either saving that save of play for hardware or we're saving that state of play for future software in the next six months. Mm-hmm. I I will say though, I do think PlayStation is there in some capacity, just because when you think about Summer Game Fest and the last two gum- Summer Game Fest, yeah, the thing people walking out of those for the most part, we're talking about the PlayStation announcements. Sure, the Spider-Man Two date, and yeah. then last was Part One. The previous summer. Yeah. So like PlayStation has seen showing up in Keeley's show to talk about something pretty big. I does mean, pretty well for them. Yeah. I mean, even Final Fantasy seven, uh, you know, re- oh, what was it? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Seven yeah, uh, remake uh, two Rebirth. Rebirth. There you Is go. It rebirth? You. Yeah. Though I know it's a square joint partnered with PlayStation exclusive to the PlayStation timed exclusive to PlayStation. So like, yeah, I, I, I do think we see something hardware related at the showcase. I think, I think it'll be the slim. I think that's where you see the that's PlayStation a good guess. five slim. That's a good guess. Yeah. I think you save, maybe you save project Q for 
a blog post. (laughs) God, knowing them, right? (laughs) Yeah, goddamn blog post. That's what we save it for. But uh, you know, maybe a showcase to to get the PlayStation fans hyped and informed. And maybe that Slim is like, you know, what a PlayStation Five is. Here's a you know half inch smaller Mm -hmm. PlayStation. Mm All right, Kyle. Here's the next question. This comes from the Muffin Mound. I'm, I'm just jumping around here. Can we have a serious discussion? Where the hell is Stellar Blade? No official delay confirmation. Hasn't been seen in any showcase, Sony's or Jeff's. It isn't. Uh, if it isn't at Gamescom next week, should we just plan on 2024? Do we see Stellar Blade? <sighs> I would love to see Stellar Blade here. But I still also think plan for 2024. Yeah, plan for 20. This That game ain't coming out this year. E- e- even in that wonderful Devolver delayed thing that they, the three minute long thing where they say how many games have moved, even yeah. the ones that they said aren't moving from 2023, I'm still curious if they can hit those dates. Fair. I mean, we're getting, we're halfway through August now. Yeah. Time's running out. We don't have a whole lot of days left in 2023 to release a game. And when you think of the fall of 2023, when it comes to games, what week is it already filled with a major game? Yeah. Like AC AC Mirage moved up a week. You got Spider-Man. You got Starfield. You got Baldur's Gate coming to PlayStation. Yeah. Armored Core. It's Ooh. like insane. Starting <laughs> next week, that's where... Alan Wake 2. Oh my yeah. God. It's just like... Hey. Starting next week, there's going to be a big game every... Uh, if if not every week, every other week, like it's gonna the be the two nuts. Mario games. I mean, yeah. geez, come on. Yeah, remember when we got those and we made Sean quit? That was great. So like Kyle, <laughs> Stellar Blade, do we see it here, man? I think so. Yeah, I hope so. I don't. Yep. Th- I think that's probably the thing we save for the showcase. The PlayStation, and let's stop calling it a showcase. The PlayStation State of Play somewhere in September. You'll get Stellar Blade. You'll get Rise of Ronin. You'll get maybe I don't something. Uh, um, Was it Suicide Squad? <sighs> Kill the Justice League? Like sure. Inside look, and maybe a PlayStation first party thing that's not Spider Man. Maybe, but mm. I think this fall is so heavy, Spider Man. They're gonna beat you over the head with it. So. To me, I don't think we see Stellar Blade here. Be prepared for 2024. I think that's probably one of the games that got pushed out of PlayStation's portfolio. Now, I'm currently seeing if if this if the studio will be at Gamescom. Fair. Here's just, another just question. Check. In addition to the Muffin Mons question, they are uh, not. By the way, they are not. Okay, so don't expect yeah. them. Savoy yeah. Prime writes. I'd like to add a little devil inside to that question. I'm about to go to Jim's Jim Ryan's office. I want answers. Damn it. Now. Well, Savoy, if you haven't learned from us, uh, showing up at PlayStation Press's houses and going through mail and whatnot yeah. doesn't go so well. <laughs> you get a cease and desist pretty fast. Yeah. <laughs> that you'll ignore, but don't. <laughs> I mean, that is true. There was a whole state of play where that was the closing game. Yeah. And it was like, what, a 10 minute long, like demo, like Deep showing dive, off or whatever. Man. Yeah. I'm with, I'm with you, Savoy. I want to know where that game is. I want to play that game. I, 
I just don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's so hard to predict what they're thinking right now. It does seem like Jeff's really trying to temper expectations of this showcase. Do we not think? Which, yeah. I was just going to say, which will only lead to us thinking the show is good. I was going to say, do you think this show is going to kind of disappoint? Because we're like, we know all the games coming out at this point. If it's like. Yeah, but if if we something that looks super cool, then that's what I want. Yeah. Like, don't don't be like, oh, and, and, and do cryptic tweets of like, man, I just saw the show. You won't believe what we have. Then it just the expectations go crazy. I'd r- much rather be like. Expect games we've already have seen as updates and games that are here at Gamescom in the near future. And that's kind of where my my head is at. And there's yeah. some really cool things. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, we can even expect things like Lords of the Fallen there. Like, I'm not like, again, like what we yeah. got to reevaluate, like what level of games we're seeing here. Not to say Lords of Fallen doesn't look great. It looks great. But like, you're not going to see like too many, you know. You know, bit, you know, you're not. We're not see seeing like a new Uncharted game. Yeah, we're not going to see exactly. Twisted Metal or anything. Yeah, you're going to see independent big games being shown off there, uh, first and foremost. So you're going to see indie games being shown off there. So I want to make sure that you know expectations walking into this event are in check. That we are not going to you know take crazy pills. That we're not going to get disappointed because I don't know. Someone did a, I heard from a source of mine, the giant eyeball emoji, you know, <laughs> like, like half the people that say they know people playing Starfield. It's just, let's not, let's not lose track because people on platform X are shooting eyeball and question mark emojis and fire, fire, fire emojis. Okay. Yeah. Let's act like we're not cave people. <laughs> yeah i'm just looking at like a list of games that are still to come out i expect to see you know maybe another lies of p trailer yeah uh a new character for mortal kombat one uh, um you know like i said phantom liberty even like a like a last trailer for like sea of stars oh my right? god yes silk song uh, come on silk song ac mirage maybe come on uh yeah, there's Alone in the Dark. Like, there, there's a lot of things that I could see show up there that we've already known. Like, Banishers, right? The Don't Nod game? Yep. Uh, uh, I could totally see that being there and, and uh, being blown away by it. Yep. But, yeah, get your expectations in check, and it's not going to be, like... Right. We're not seeing a, a, the the third God of War game. Any, like, it's not, not going to show up. Fair. Corey's not going to come on, on stage and talk about his game that he's making. It's just not going to happen. All right, Kyle. It's time for our next story on the list here. Take oh, boy. I'm having a good time, Joe. You having I'm a good time? Dude, I'm having a great time. Honestly, goodness. Yeah. I feel like we've been talking for three hours, but it's barely it's all, been an hour. Yeah, I know. And it's just, <laughs> I, I, could, I could go on for three hours, yeah. to be honest. This might be uh, the Lord of the Rings episode. Ooh-wee. Ooh-wee. Uh, extended? Are we going extended? Oh, dude, edition? if you're watching the Lord of the Rings, well, you're doing extended cut. Yeah, you kind of have to, right? Yeah, and that's reserved that's for do snow with days. The- that's why I do when I watch uh, The Desolation of Smaug. Smaug. Ryan Dinsdale writes in at IGN, Marvel's Spider-Man 2 accessibility features let you slow down gameplay. As spotted by Angie on Reset Era, Spider-Man 2's PlayStation Store page has been updated to include a questions and answers segment, which has its own paragraph on accessibility. Quote, 
Insomniac Games has devised a range of new and in-depth accessibility features to create a Marvel Spider-Man 2 experience without barriers, it reads. Building on the accessibility improvements in previous titles, these features allow the game to be enjoyed by more players of different abilities, end quote. The ability to slow down gameplay seemingly at the touch of a button is perhaps the biggest addition. Players can choose to, quote, slow down the action end quote to 70 percent speed 50 percent speed or as much as 30 percent speed and can switch back to regular settings at any time this feature was included in insomniac's own ratchet and clank rift apart which was praised for its sweeping accessibility options the other features mentioned include screen reader support which will read aloud all on-screen texts and menus and on-screen captions and audio descriptions for cinematic scenes these accessibility features will seemingly join those already featured in Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, which includes a wealth of options to allow as many players as possible to enjoy the open-world adventure. The full list of features will likely be announced closer to Spider-Man 2's launch on October 20th, though Insomniac is revealing more and more about the game after saying virtually nothing for a year after its reveal. Ooh-wee. And, Kyle, on top of all those cool assess- accessibility features, allowing more people to play the games that we love and enjoy... We got 30 FPS 4K mode and we have 60 FPS, you know, uh, uh, checkerboarded 4K. Sure. How does that make you feel? Great. It's nice. It seems that we're getting a complete game from the wizards that are Insomniac yet again. Uh, Is the Insomniac mode where it's like 60 frames with HDR, is that at launch? That is at launch from what I'm aware. I could be okay. wrong. So yeah. I thought the 60 frames was like with that checkerboarded 4K or yeah. whatever you said. There's no ray the tracing. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. Ray yeah. tracing. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, this will be good. And then in a few months time, they'll come out with the, the ray tracing 60 frames thing like they did done with all the other ones. Yeah. It'll be they're it'll have the 4K. The, does, <laughs> the 4K the 40 FPS. doesn't want to show, slow down. Yeah, yeah it's insane it's gonna be nuts um yeah awesome to see it's awesome to get more information for spider-man and to know that more people get to play the game that hopefully all of us will love when it comes yeah. out october 20th so that said kyle that's been all the main topics tonight it's time to get into some flash news gotta go gotta run fast oh my goodness oh my god we're, oh. we can take our time we're having fun <sighs> okay Ooh. assassin's creed mirage <laughs> launches one week early on October 5th, not 4th. October 4th yeah. is my birthday. I was getting carried Ooh. away, but Ubisoft, my birthday is October 4th. Yeah. Assassin's Creed Mirage comes out the 5th. Yeah. Get I've, had rough, I've had a rough day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Joe jo needs a, a birthday present real bad. It's it's, it's like uh, T'Challa uh, in what, Infinity War. Yeah. Get this man a shield. Get exactly. this man a code. <laughs> exactly. Please. <laughs> um, awesome that this is you know bump, yeah. being bumped up a week. Also goes to show that game we're going to get to the point in the next week or two. Dates are going to be moved around. Because still yeah. that thirteenth, you know, seventeenth, the teens of October, mm-hmm. that's a lot of games right there. So I do think we're still gonna see some movement. Uh, is that coming in and out of the October month? Yeah. Is that uh, on any other major game day? No, it's kind of has itself a nice like window for like a buffer because I think next week would be Lords of the Wonder. Fallen. Is it Wonder that? week two wonder i 
believe is the same day as Spider-Man on the 20th because Nintendo's like, uh, we see your Spider-Man. We raised you this plumber that made a billion dollars at the box office. So, yeah. Okay. Awesome to see Mirage staying where it is. Or sorry, being moved up a week. And I need a birthday present, Ubisoft. Please, please, please. Okay. Sympathy begging aside, uh, we got the THQ showcase. There were three major games shown um, worth a, a, a substance here that I think the majority of our fans at home are going to really get hyped for. So first things first, let's talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The last Ronin game is we saw concept art. The date is to be announced. Uh, Mm -hmm. This comes from the uh, press release from the minds of the creators of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles based on the best-selling comic book by Eastman, Waltz, Bishop, Delgado, and Excorza. Sorry, I totally, totally messed messed up your name. Brothers, both of them. Uh, The official video game adaptation of TMNT, The Last Ronin, comes to PlayStation 5. The developer is Black Forest Games, the studio behind this action title. The developer... Uh, was also behind the two recent Destroy All Humans remakes. Kyle, where's your hype meter, man? I'm cautious. Why are you cautious? Why uh, are you cautious? I can't wait to play. Okay. I'm excited for it. Okay. I'm hyped for it. The Destroy All Humans devs is what's giving me a little trepidation. Not that they didn't do a good job with the remakes. Sure. Because I heard nothing but, like, yeah, good things I, about them. Uh, just, you know, THQ's a little hit or miss. Sure. And uh, because, I so badly want this to be good. A yeah. Turtles game in the... I think when it was rumored before it was re- revealed, it was a... Like, a God of War-style yes. combat. Yes, and that's like, what I was going to say, yeah. Please... Yes, absolutely. It, I get where you're cautious, too, because, like, you're right. This is a big undertaking. That's a big ask. When we think of God of War-style game, that's a very polished, like, I mean, yeah. it's game of the year caliber, right? Yeah. And then when you see the dev team behind it, not to say they're not talented or anything. Absolutely like, not, yeah. Destroy All Humans remakes, it's like, that's a very different game, and that's a very different scale and scope. It gets you nervous. And I will say, I've been proven wrong on that kind of trepidation already, mm-hmm. like motive with Dead Space. Yeah. I've been proven wrong when I brought this up in the past. So but I'm excited to be proven wrong here. We also have track record from Embracer, parent company of THQ, with Aspire, right? With the, the Knights of the Old Republic remake. Yeah. So it's like, I understand the trepidation. I want to be really really excited for this game because I'm a huge TMNT fan. Michelangelo is the best turtle. There's no question about it. Um, but yeah, I'm cautiously optimistic. I can't help yeah. but be mm-hmm. cautiously optimistic. That mm-hmm. said, no spoilers of like who the last Ronin is uh, because like the whole basis of the game is like only one turtle is alive. At the I haven't end. read the books. I know it's yeah. like, it's very really good. It's lights, really good for what I So Yeah. I would like it in in the game version. You get to choose the character that lives. You get to choose the turtle that lives. Because the cool thing about it is like it's the last turtle, but he has all their weapons. 
Oh, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be good. It's gonna oh, be cool. Oh, 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 so that's a little mystery. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited for this game. And I, I can't wait to read the comic firsthand. All right. Mm-hmm. Next one on the list here: South Park Snow Day coming next year. 2024 we're happy to announce that we'll be bringing the world of south park to life in 2024 the 3d with co-op action in a all-new game south park snow day so grab three of your friends and get ready to celebrate the most magical day in any young child's life a snow day uh the developers are south park digital studios thq nordic and question games developing so question games is a I will say also that um, I can never say his first name correctly, and I'm going to apologize up front. Xlavier Ex- Nelson. Okay. Uh, right. He did El Paso elsewhere, airports run by dogs, or alien airport run by dogs. Okay. Very quirky, fun indie games. His his writing is excellent, and he wrote for this. Oh. So that has me excited yeah. uh, for this. Okay. Yeah. Because this one is the the one I went, don't like the art style, like 3D. I don't like that. I would love another like Stick of Truth and yeah. uh, uh, Fractured Butthole level <laughs> South Park game again. Yeah, because that looks like South Park. This The, the 3D models, w- when they're in 3D, it doesn't look right. Like this, it, uh, not to throw any shade. It's, like, it it's looks N64. Cheap. Yeah, it looks like an N64 game. And I'm like, this is not... No, give me the side scroller like up down left right diagonal type of type of thing we got from like yeah fractured butthole you know mm-hmm. uh, so yeah that I very cautious about and last but not leastly for the three major games shown alone in the dark this comes out on uh, October twenty fifth. And it goes, we took the opportunity this year to give you a sneak peek at the world of our incredible stars, David Harbour and Jodie Comer. In the meantime, you could try the prologue for free and pre-order the game on the PlayStation Store for access to bonus in-game content. I want to try out the the, the sneak peek uh, because there's something weird when I look at this game. And guys... Bring me in here in the comments. I want to know your thoughts. When you look at the Alone in the Dark game, there's something about it that just seems off. I can't put my finger on it exactly, Kyle, but I feel like it's kind of like, yeah, this is a model of David Harbour, but like a marionette. Like you're not getting the range of his face and his like acting chops on display. Like there's something wrong with his forehead. Like it's David Harbour, but he looks sick, you know? And th- mm-hmm. there's something about if you want to get the you know, you're hiring these two great actors. Yeah. If you can't capture their range completely with their, you know, their facial capture, why have them here? You know, and yeah. why have them be this big push? So to me, I know it sounds weird, but like, that's my thing. That's kind of giving me a little like trepidation coming into it. But I want to know what you think. Uh, I've never super been interested in Alone in the Dark. I know I'm a a new horror game, survival horror fan. But everything I've seen of this, um, is this a remake, a remaster, just new? This is new. Is this a new entry? Yeah. This is like a, it's kind of like a reboot. Yeah. Like a reimagining? Yeah. Um, Too too many re-words when it comes to like talking about games and whatnot. Um. I, n- nothing of it appealed to me. Yeah. 
even like when it was at PAX and, and, and watching people play it, it still felt and nothing against the time when they came out, but it's it felt like old school stiff fixed camera you know style of gameplay where nothing was like really scary happening you were just kind of walking through rooms and whatnot and i don't know does it just doesn't look that great and it's a bummer because those actors are incredible yeah yeah especially uh jody comer she's fantastic yes yeah yep. also gothic one remake oh i'll toss that out there i've never played it i have no interest but i know two people will yell at me if i don't mention gothic one sure. remake it looked cool. okay all right here's something weird uh, DC Universe Online, it's still alive and what? is headed to last. Yeah, I know. The latest generation of consoles on the PS5 and Xbox Series X this holiday season. I think this is a get for Xbox because yeah. I don't think this was on Xbox prior. This game launched on the PS3, guys. I didn't I didn't watch it, but is this why Greg Miller was so happy on Games Daily the other day? I assume so. Okay. I, I mean... I played a little bit of it. I'm not a MMO kind of online person, as you well know. I am. I am. DC Universe is pretty fun. Yeah, it's okay. a pretty good time. Yeah, I know. I know Luke likes it a lot, but Luke yeah. also has bad taste in games. Um, so I don't know. Me, me and his mother will talk to him about it one day. But that said, yeah, uh, awesome that this game still has such a huge audience. That it's like, hey. It's coming to PS5. I know you forgot about us, but we're coming anyway. <laughs> uh, what if, I wish the same thing would happen to is that Marvel Heroes Mar- that was shut down very soon after oh, yeah. it released. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one had promise because I played a little bit of that one too, mm-hmm. and that one was fun because it kind of played. If if I'm not if I'm thinking correct, it kind of played like Ultimate Alliance, right? The one that you're thinking here. <laughs> Sort of. Sort of. It, it reminded me of DC DCU, honestly. Yeah. yeah. So that said, DCO. DC fans, you got to win here. Uh, let's talk about a loss, though. Okay. Ready for this? I'm Have ready. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Red Dead Redemption PS4 trends on the PS Store as a $50 port attracts a lot of attention. This comes from Sammy Barker over at Push Square. The recent announced PS4 port of Red Dead Redemption is currently ranked second on the PlayStation Store's trending page in Europe, as spotted by Videotech X. Uh, From what we understand, this means the game's page is getting an awful lot of attention, with only EA Sports FC24 proving to be more popular. In the US, Red Dead is third to Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 and Grand Theft Auto 5 at the time of writing. Just to recap, a lot of criticism has been slung in the direction of Red Dead Redemption's real release. Based on Rockstar's official announcement, the new PS4 version doesn't feature any any enhancements outside the additional dialogue or sorry, language support, and is priced at 50 bucks. With that in mind, some may find it a bit disheartening to see so much steam on the PlayStation Store. That said, easier trophy guide from the PS3 version, if that tickles your fancy. I will not be buying this as Red Dead is one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, Easily like number three or four. Sucks that this seemingly is, again, it goes to show, we we talk a big talk. We do not walk a big walk as gamers, you know? As a community, rather. Yeah. Yeah. Bummer. Okay. Next. Is, uh... I'm sorry. Um, is oh, this is only in Europe, right? Yeah, in Europe. 
Okay. I know in the U.S. store, um, Baldur's Gate 3 is like Killing the it. number one most pre-ordered on PlayStation game right now. Awesome which to see, is man. Awesome. Yeah. Because it's just Larian out there. Like it's, yeah. It, and it, the, there's no add-ons. There's no any mm-hmm. of that bullshit. It's just the game. That's cool. It's awesome. Great to see. Yeah. All right. Destiny 2 will try to win back some of the positivity at its annual showcase next week. This comes from Robert Ramsey over at Push Square. Bungie has announced that it'll be hosting its annual Destiny 2 showcase next week and on the 22nd of August. Naturally, it'll feature fresh in, uh, info on the final shape, the shooter's next expansion, season 2020, sorry, 22 of the game, and the next reprise raid, and quote-unquote more. If you're keeping up with Destiny 2, you'll know that things have been more than a bit of rocky in the recent months, following the release of Lightfall back in February, which seemed to, divide, uh, seemed to be divided on its own. Uh, Bungie has struggled to keep up with a lot of players players on side with some of the decisions on playable content and the game structure being quite heavily criticized by parts of the community from the outside looking in it must look like one heck of a toxic relationship it really does destiny 2 has managed to maintain a healthy player count all these years but its source near a constant drama in the news cycle This showcase then will hopefully give Bungie a platform to spread positivity for the future. Yeah, I saw one of their community like leads come out just going, hey, listen, yeah, there's no stage here. This is just my office. I know our our language has been messed up. Our communication with you guys has been awry. So I know Destiny or Bungie is now a PlayStation product at this point, right? Uh, Or PlayStation... Sorry, Sony owned. It's under the studio's umbrella. That's why we're bringing it up. Mm -hmm. I want to know, Kyle, is there anything that would bring you into the world of destiny? Anything at all? I mean, the thing was Lightfall because it looked cool. It looks cool. And then I heard it wasn't cool. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I have it re-downloaded. Like, I beat in the Destiny 2 campaign. I put a ton of hours into it. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know what it would do. To get me back in, I'll be yeah. totally honest. The uh, fact that I'm staring down a hundreds upon hundreds of hours RPG that in Baldur's Gate, true. Like, I don't know if I have. Destiny has always been the thing where it's an investment. Mm-hmm. You have to play regularly to get the most out of it. Like, right. I can't just go in. Sorry, it was Joe Blackburn, and, and he is the director. My apologies, gotcha. Jason Chat okay. was correcting me. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, so I don't know, I don't know what it would do to get me back in, yeah. which is fine. Maybe I'll wait for not marathon because that's not my thing, but oh, whatever God, is yeah. after that. I know you're excited. I'm about so it. excited. Uh, for me, I want to see where the story brings me, and if they can on. And I know here's the biggest challenge: they can onboard me because I haven't been. I I I've missed like four expansions. So what's gonna you know what's the thing that's gonna bring me back? Because I love the gameplay. The gunplay is is stellar. So I just, you know, I, I, I want to see. I want to see what they have in store. Nathan Fillion being back is awesome. That is That entices me, but it's the, the set pieces, the locales, the gunplay, you know, all that stuff. The story is what's going to bring me back. Also, to mention as well, um, it's been announced Keith David is set to replace the late Lance Riddick as the voice of Zavala in Destiny 2. 
Uh, he's gotten nothing but love from the community. Um, and I feel like he understands the, the responsibility, you know, and the magnitude. Yeah. Yeah. So agreed. Rest in peace, Lance. Uh, Awesome to see the community rally behind Keith David as he takes Mm -hmm. on the role. So I'm excited to see what destiny Two brings in the, in the horizon. That said, uh, this comes from Charlie Intel. Now, Modern Warfare Three yeah. has been. Let me sit back for this one. This is all you. Yeah, this is all. This is all me. Uh, has been, you know, revealed. It's going to have a even bigger reveal tomorrow as we're talking about it. Um, all now, and everybody's like, "This is one big giant DLC." This is what the the feel of the room is, right? This thing was was kind of cobbled together, and that gets me a little nervous as a Call of Duty fan and as someone who loved Modern Warfare Two. I think it's one of the best. Call of Duties ever. I'll fight people on that. I know the multiplayer, whatever, like the story was awesome as all hell. Uh, that's where I'm coming at it, right? And I also like the multiplayer. Sue me. Sue me. Okay? Here's where I get hyped. Call it a DLC all you want, but this comes straight from Charlie Intel, uh, who covers Call of Duty exclusively, and they say all 16 Modern Warfare 2 20. Uh, sorry, 2009 maps are confirmed for Modern Warfare 3. If you text each map's name, it'll send a confirmation back. So they're teasing high rise, sub bases, state, terminal, wasteland. Oh my God. Afghan. Oh my God. That map is so good. I would run train on all you dumb, dumb idiots. Rushed. One me. Run. One fee. One me. All right. F- around to find out. Underpass? Are you kidding me? Invasion, Karachi. I'm not gonna pretend like I know that one. Quarry. I do know that one. You camping sons of guns. You camping sons of guns. You better not. And I know where it is. It's a camp spot on the quarry section, right? It's on a. It's 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 on a second pillar. It's overlooking the tents or like the the warehouses. Don't you dare. Don't you don't you dare. All right. You got Skid Row. Did I mention that? Scrapyard. Rundown. Oh, my God. Derail. Favela. Favela. Oh, my God. That's where I got my first nuke. This gets me hyped. All remastered maps from from 2009. Kyle, Obama was president. I was in high school. You know how old that makes me? Look at my receding hairline. I feel like I'm a kid again. You have the same amount of uh, reverence for getting your first nuke as many parents over their firstborn child. <laughs> That's where I got my first nuke. Oh. That's where I lost my virginity back then, man. That's what I'm, thinking. <laughs> oh, I'm happy for you. I'm it was excited Jenny at prom. Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> this is this is awesome. Makes me happy. God damn, I love Call of Duty. I'm sorry, I just do. I'm not going to apologize any longer for it. (laughs) Kyle, here's a little section we like to call What You Been Playing. Kyle, what you been playing? I finally hopped back into FF16. Yeah? Uh, Yeah, it's it's been nagging at me that I haven't played more of it. I've just gotten busy. Um, Put in maybe four more hours last night, three, four more hours. Um, won't spoil anything, but I finally met an icon battle that I had a great time with. 
Oh. And uh, I may have changed my mind over that one thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, it's with, I mean, it's been spoiled in trailers. The Titan encounter. I have uh, yet to do. So you're now officially ahead of oh, me. I am ahead of you. Joe, that icon battle is dope. Okay. Okay. It's really, really cool. And it's doing the thing. Like, I right now it is my game of the year still. But I do. I think you mentioned it on a on a, a past episode. It does do that thing where really, really hype, grandiose battles, having the time of my life. I'm in it. Then it drops a little bit and you're doing not so fun things for mm-hmm. maybe 30, 40 minutes and it kind of takes me out of it. The ebbs and flows is very interesting with this game. Yeah. And, and I think that's. I think my one negative that I can say about it still stellar, but right now after that battle, I'm back on the downswing a little bit. I'm like, ah, yeah. what? the pacing keep seems it, off. Keep it going. I'm yeah. having a good time. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it, man. Once if that combat, once that combat like clicks with you, oh boy, there is nothing better. I'm, I'm again, another reason, another instance. I'm so happy that I was wrong. Yeah. All like right. where I was like, I don't know if this combat is like my kind of style, but whew, no, it's fantastic. I love it. I love it. I will be forcing myself to enjoy something tomorrow. <laughs> so I'm, I, I got the, the lazy boy out. I'm going to be moving my PlayStation downstairs. I'm going to be relaxing, vibing to some final fantasy 16. Cause I've been itching to go back to, uh, I just feel guilty doing it now with the dog, but I'm not yeah, going yeah. to. I'm going to get out of that mindset. I'm going to enjoy yeah. some Final Fantasy 16 because I am really excited to to see where that story goes. But you're right, like the pacing, that's my big issue with it. It's the the pacing seems a bit off. Uh, chat uh, Silkana and Chad just says, "I swear the next high will be so high, Kyle." <laughs> and now, guess what I'm doing tonight? Right, I'm baby. gonna keep going. <laughs> That's exciting. That's awesome. Anything else you've been playing? Yeah. Uh, no. It's okay. just been mad that I didn't have a, a, a couch to sit in, <laughs> and so it's you know. That's the thing, man. If the gaming, like, if if the environment ain't the- right. It's you can't good. enjoy yourself. Like you can't. No, I, I feel. I feel you. Yeah. Like, th- like the seat being messed up. That would. That would mess and, me up too. I would be able to do. And it. And, and like real thi- real problem. life things have have gotten in the way. Like uh, my nephew was in the ER the other day. Everything fever. Okay? Yeah, he's good now. Okay. Uh, we found out he's extremely allergic to poison ivy. Same Z's. Which is. Interesting. Uh, you know, he had 104 fevers throwing up and everything, Oof. so he's in the ER. So the last week or so, he's just been hanging out with me because he only wants to hang out with me, which I love. But that just means I'm watching YouTube videos of dinosaurs. A Peppa Pig. And, and no, he's not a big Peppa Pig fan. Mm, fair. Yeah, but. Yeah. Well, what have I been playing? <laughs> yeah, what have you been playing? Not a whole lot. More Diablo? No, no. Diablo's done. I think I'm going to put it down. Okay. Um, it's very weird. The the ebbs and flows I've had with that game, so high, and then the post-launch, man, has just not been not mm-hmm. been right. Not been right. So, you know, other than, like, some Fortnite here and there with, like, our good friend uh, Luke Lore uh, mm-hmm. and, and crew and Suddy, um, I've 
again, life's in the way, so I haven't been able to touch much yet. Twisted Metal's out. We are on the final episode. Guys, please watch Twisted Metal. It doesn't just, it, it's like right now, like the record, like, what is it? Like one of the most binge shows on Peacock. It has no right to be as good as it is. Um, I'm really excited to finish it. Uh, tomorrow should be the time where I finish that too. Go watch Twisted Metal. It inspired me to go play Twisted Metal 1 because I have not touched that in, you know, over 20 years so almost 30 almost 30 um man it is so hard there's something about there's something about the fourth generation of games that it is so hard to get back into those games because developers were just figuring out you know how 3d movement works and you know just figuring out how not even they not they're just figuring out how to just move and navigate in a 3d space and how a camera should or shouldn't follow you. Um, that makes it really hard to go back to PS one games. I'm going to be real. If it's not like a side scroller or over the top game or RPG or RPG, it's really hard to get in those games. Whereas like jumping into like a super, you know, Nintendo game easy. Like I could go back to super Mario world right now and mm-hmm. have a blast with it. But there's something about the fourth gen that makes it so difficult. So Twisted Metal 1, I have the, the 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 two or three trophies in it right now. It's really frustrating. I'm playing on easy just getting my butt whooped because like the well, the controls are yeah. The the cheat codes still work. But I heard the the cheat codes will counter like will not pop the trophies. No. Uh, my trophies have popped. Did you platinum the game? No, not yet. Huh. <laughs> Invincibility. Uh, uh, unlimited ammo. It's pretty good. Huh. I could be wrong. Maybe it, it got changed, but. Because here's the thing. I have like 12 trophies to go. It's nagging at me that I only have two trophies in this game. I might go back. I might go back. If those if those cheats work, let's do it. But yeah, it's very no, early. Now PS1 you have me game. second guessing myself. Let me just double check. No, no, no. I mean, listen, you got trophies to pop. I'm gonna. Oh yeah, it. I got trophies, and yeah. I started the game with cheats, so we're good. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna go to Twisted Metal Two because that's the game I truly remember in my childhood. But yeah, that's what I've been playing. Just Twisted Metal One. Also, uh, uh, another real quick thing, yeah. uh, Nagachaka, please help Nagachaka. me in Nier. I'm trying to play Nier for ro- uh, um, Road to Greatness. Road to Greatness, and I just got after. I'm just done with the beginning part, mm-hmm. and I don't know where the hell to go <laughs> in the first map. Right. And yes, I should probably uh, look up a walkthrough. I haven't yet. I yeah. just want to try to organically figure it out. It's frustrating. So Nagachaka, please help me out, man. Please. <laughs> So I can be ready for what we talk about on Road to Greatness. All right. Are you hanging on to anything, Kyle? Yeah, the uh, my book about the philosophy or the psychology of Final Fantasy. I'm I'm holding the Legend of Zelda Link Link's Awakening Slurpee. Oh, sweet! Because you got you got you got to keep hydrated. What flavor was in that before you? 
water, but it's old water, so it tastes like plastic. No, no, no. I mean, like, when you got the Slurpee. Oh, no. This What's was your Slurpee? No, this was sent over by a listener. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So nice. I think Neo Prime did. Thank you. Oh, I'm a sweet. Yeah. Thank you, Kanata. Anyway, prepare the drop. Here are the latest steals and deals coming to the PlayStation storefront. August 15th, Black Skylands on PS5, PS4. Really quickly. Yeah. Just because I want to say it, just because I can. Oh, yeah. Uh, full disclosure. Full disclosure. I've been helping out and working on Black Skylands at my job. That so awesome. it makes me happy. I haven't played it yet or anything. Looks cool. Take that with a grain of salt. I just wanted to say that. I'll probably won't say it again, but it's fun. You know, Kyle, I, I love you. You're, you, 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 you ah, I love that you makes too. me. It just makes me happy. <laughs> you know, seeing you happy makes me happy. Bog out. Everspace 2 on PS5. Of course, our good friend Luke Lore over at the Xbox Expansion Pass has an amazing interview on it that game with the developers on it so go check that podcast out now luke you owe me 15 bucks because i mentioned you three times on the show i hate my life all right fair world pioneers on ps5 ps4 moving out to on ps5 ps4 on august 16th rayland 2 on ps5 ps4 on the 17th dustin neon on ps5 gourd on PS5. Hello, Engineer on PS5, PS4. Kentucky Route Zero TV Edition on PS5. Marvel It Up Zero on PS5, PS4. Quantum Recharge on PS5, PS4. Red Dead Redemption on PS4. Wait till that game's on sale. Shadow Gambit, The Cursed Crew on PS5, PS4. Shinobi Nangrata on PS4. On August 18th, Fort Solace on PS5. That is a PS5 exclusive. I have not heard anything about. I've been trying to get in contact. Nothing. I I played it at PAX. It's yeah. cool. All right. It's uh, Troy Baker and um. That's right. Uh, the voice of Arthur Morgan. Sonic. Yeah. yeah no, right. wrong dude. Yeah, you're right. Arthur Morgan, not you Sonic. Sh- you Different should person. Sonic back out. <laughs> I. It's a three. It's a three I'm named person. Player. Uh, I'm bad. I'm sorry. Madden NFL 24 on PS5, PS4. Nico Journey on PS5, PS4. Oh, man. All right. Piscotio Shooting Stars Alpha and Bravo on PS4. And the Texas Chainsaw Massacre on PS5. Fun fact about the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Why are you saying Massacre? Because it's better that way. Oh, okay. That movie's not good. It's really I don't like it one bit. And because I've been watching like horror movies left and right and center. And it's just, so, some of the reboots are bad of it. Like the sequels, they're pretty bad. I heard the one with um, was it Jessica Biel? Yeah, that one's good. And that we yeah. should be watching that. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of that. First off, why would you let anybody into your vet? I know it's 60s or 70s. <laughs> Y'all kind of had it coming. You were inviting strangers in a wheat field in your van. And he's cutting themselves and trying to cut you and wanting blood. No. And then all of a sudden, the trucker saves your life at the very end as this guy's just dotsy doing with a chainsaw. And then you just run away. And like that truck guy, he's still there dealing with this chainsaw man. You let this poor truck stop guy die, assumingly. Uh huh. That whole end is just bizarre. 
just that whole movie pissed me off. It's kind of like they had it coming. <gasps> oh, my, this, is, my, this is an abandoned uh, farm out in the middle of nowhere. Let's go check it out and try to bang in the upstairs bedroom. No. <laughs> no. Whenever I think of uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I think of uh, the Geico horror goof commercial right. on it, the spoof of it. Yeah. Where they're like hiding in a in a garage with like hanging chainsaws and the killer's <laughs> behind them. Yes. And they're like, oh look, there's a car. Let's go. Someone suggests we go do it. And then the other people are like, no, let's run the other way. <laughs> or something like that. Like that's yeah. great. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my goodness. All right. And there's more of a rant on that movie, but that comes at a later date. It's time for our favorite segment, and unfortunately, the last seg- segment of the night. It's time for the Sony Pony Express. Zavoy Prime writes in, Hiya, fellas. So, with the success of Boulder's Gate on PC, do you feel like the PlayStation 5... Uh, might move some units due to it only being sorry being the only console you'll be able to play the game on for the foreseeable future. There appears to be still no time uh, timetable for BG3 to ship on the Xbox Series due to the parity clause on them not being able to get split screen up and running on the Series S. Yeah, I mean, Baldur's Gate 3 dethroned Spider-Man for a bit on pre-order numbers. Uh, yep. or in the pre-order chart. So like this this game is going to do really I, big on PlayStation. I don't think it's going to move consoles like Spider-Man 2, no. but oh, no, no, no. It'll move it'll move some. Yeah. I, I definitely think it's it's making its way into uh the public domain a little bit. Like yeah. it's all over TikTok. If you're scrolling through and you're on any sort of gaming TikTok, you'll see people do some crazy things yep. in Baldur's Gate 3. So the game it, it definitely has a chance. The game is as impressive as it is horny. There. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh Shadow Heart is is Bay, um respectfully. Mm-hmm. But there's also like a, a demon lady that everybody's really into. And she yep. says some mm-hmm. really crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> wow. Why do you think the wait until September 6th is so long for me, Joe? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. Let's relax. <laughs> um, yeah, no. It's going to ship some units. I wonder how it does yeah. after it comes out on Xbox. Like, will the hype yeah. dissipate and it won't do as well? It, will it be reignited? Like, that's what I'm interested on. Because... 100%. I know, like, people online are making this, like, a Starfield, you know, versus, um, whatever, uh, Baldur's Gate 3 conversation, which is dumb. They're two totally different RPGs. Settle yeah. down, please. And Starfield yeah. doesn't need to be on a train or a bus to get people's attention. Settle down. Game went gold. Relax. Um, but I think the Baldur's Gate's probably in a better place because it got delayed on Xbox, if I had to guess. Sure. Because Starfield's going to eat that. That thing would eat. It, it would eat its lunch, I, I think, no, personally. No one's going to sell more units in Starfield at the, around that time. Yeah. There's, or, well, not yeah, Starfield's going to crush you it. You know what I mean. But in the, you know, everyone's playing Starfield kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. In the, the what is it? The. Ah, fuck him. Oh, the marketplace of ideas. <laughs> the mindshare. There you go. There Matthew you go. Kennedy writes in, Hey, guys, can't wait for another stellar podcast by the two greatest podcast hosts. Me? Hey. Oh, 
I'm so pumped for Boulder's Gate 3 and looking at your Boulder's Gate headline for the show, I'm assuming you're going to talk about the Discord discourse around developers being Ooh. in a panic. When I read, uh, sorry, when I read or heard about this on social media, I sort of rolled my eyes a bit. I think of Breath of the Wild and Elden Ring, which for sure are uh, sure set the world ablaze, but it's not like it turned all older style games into quote unquote markers riddled all over the map, quote, uh, open world games upside down on their heads. Those games are still being developed, thoroughly enjoyed by the masses. Have either of you played Disco Elysium? It's some of, if not the greatest writing in an RPG, and it's not like seeing Charles Dickens level storytelling in every video game we play. What are your thoughts on all of this? Am I way off with my thoughts? I'm serious, uh, super curious as to what you both have to say. Thank you, Matthew Kennedy, for such an amazing yeah. question. Um, I have played a little a bit of Disco Elysium. Yeah. Loved it a lot. I need to go back. It just, it is a very um. You need to be full energy to play that game. Yeah. There's a lot of reading. It takes a lot of my mind's power to play it, but it's it's pretty good. It's dense. Um, I, I think, yeah, this is getting a little overblown. Most devs will see this and be inspired to include some things in their own game. Yes. Right? Like, th there's a reason why most open world games have the, the exciting key feature of... You see that thing? You can go climb it, thanks to Breath of the Wild. Like, it's a thing that just happens, but they're not going to shut it all down because they can't make a Baldur's Gate 3 yeah. level thing. They're just going to, like most people, you get inspired by other people doing the thing and try to build up your own thing to inspire the next game, next person making yeah. something. It's not like... They're all in it together. There's yeah, no there's, there's no fighting going on. There's like friendly competition. It's not like they're like one thousand percent. Yeah. It's not like the the you know Boulder's Gate Larian devs are like driving past like you know the Bethesda offices middle fingers up. It's like nothing like that. It's nothing like that. Uh, I saw a, a, an article that made me roll my eyes into the back of my goddamn skull. Where it's like, oh, it's something along the lines of like. Starfield came out at the worst or coming out at the worst time after all the love and admiration for Baldur's Gate. It's like, no, shut up. Stop talking. Why do you got to say dumb things? Like <laughs> to me, I, I look at Baldur's Gate going, developers are not in a panic. You're right. Developers are inspired. You know what I think we're going to see out of Baldur's Gate and the funny like memes we saw out of Zelda was just like, oh, Yep, next week uh, the the director of our game is going to have a whole, whole lot of ideas. <laughs> yeah, know? like how, how can we push our enemies down a giant hole to defeat them? Exactly. I see a lot of that about Baldur's Gate 3 right now. Yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of like awesome just, you know, inspiration that goes into, you know, seeing someone creative do something and you're inspired to not – one up it, but how can I implement something similar into my vision? So, you know, that's what I think's really going on. Nobody's in a panic. What I'm in a panic over, and I think what a lot of us are getting really tired of is the engagement farming, right? The clickbait. Uh, it's a lot of what social media over the last two months has become is like, for example, the monetization on Twitter seemed like a really good idea. Even on me, me I'm thinking, yeah, 
Seems like a great idea. But what ended up happening is a lot of people started saying crazy and outlandish things, not because they believed it, but because it gave them traction to the post and gave them money for it. It's the same thing as you see, like when, when people are like, oh my God, IGN did it again. It's like, no, the social media team got you to click on their post, to click on the link that tells you about Starfield, right? It's, it's, it's their clickbait to get you on their site. And guess what? It works because they keep doing it. It's those things that I get really annoyed by, you know, it's the Starfield versus, you know, XYZ, you, you you put your name here. And listen, we've done it too because it gets butts in yeah. seats. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, it's it's it, it's un- the unfortunate way of doing business. And it, the hope is you click on, let's just say, you know, Starfield versus Spider-Man, right? I think we did something similar where we had like a fun conversation about it. We're hoping that the content uh, is reflective in the title and it also keeps your butt staying in this seat and watching and listening. Same with IGN, same with anybody making any type of, of, of article or any type of title. It's just, it's sadly what, what it's come is not about the content of your product. It becomes, how do I name, put a name in here that helps my SEO search uh, so that I get more clicks on this site. That's really what it's come down to. That's, that's a sad thing. I highly suggest everyone uh, listening or watching this. Uh, I just retweeted a thread from the other day from the game director of Deathloop, Dinga Bakaba, who had a great thread about this whole thing. And it's like, I won't read it all because there's like several tweets, but sure. it's basically like, uh, as as a dev, enjoy the feeling of being awestruck and starstruck and wondering how they do it. And then he says, be patient with yourself because every game dev goes through it. And three, trust in what you're making is basically like the big thing, right? Like, don't don't uh, put yourself. It's like the imposter syndrome thing that we all go through as content creators. I just had it the other day uh, of like. Don't compare yourself with others. Trust in what you're making and and make the best thing you possibly can. Yeah. Just know that every game dev goes through the same thing and you're all striving to make not make a billion dollars, but to make your player base happy. Yeah. To make the product that you make a fun one for people to play. And his thread is awesome on the whole thing. So go read it in full because it's great. Yeah. Next question comes from Gav's Goatee. They write, here's a question. All right. Okay. I'm in. Uh, It has not been announced or anything, but where the hell is Final Fantasy 13 trilogy remaster and why can i not at the very least stream it on playstation plus at this point you can play every single final fantasy on ps5 except the 13 trilogy Rand over keep killing it gents that's the one with lightning right yep so here here's the thing gavs you sound a whole lot about like me with star ocean 2 i ranted and raved about it for years and we finally got it so so you know i'm gonna help you with this because i love final fantasy 13 yeah I think it gets it gets way too much hate uh, for it being too linear and and really being a, a huge departure for from the other Final Fantasy games. Yeah, I would love a remaster or a way to play it on current consoles, whether or not it's the uh, you know similar to like FF8 just coming out and looking a little bit prettier. I'm totally down for that. I'm not a huge fan of those two sequels. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first game is really, really good, and you can see the bones of the 
of where Final Fantasy is now, like in sixteen and thirteen. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, they need to they need to put it out there because it is. It's not slowly happening, but I, I've noticed it too. But it's like, yeah, why is it? Why aren't they right. available to play I'm right now? A lot more you can, people. You like, can play it on Xbox backwards compatibility, yeah. which is great. But like, uh, what about us over here at PlayStation Land? Yeah. I don't know. I'm seeing a lot of people really like have admiration for 13 where I feel like when that game came out, it was very like ostracized for being different. So very like much. So yeah, I like, I would like to see that too. Come back. I think I do own it on PS3. Cause Sweet. everybody tells me that's the one I would really like, but I really like 16. So if it's kind of like 16, mm-hmm. it's got a very game. cool combat system where you, you pick like three jobs and, mm-hmm. Um, similar to like the icons where you can switch between and they each have their own skills oh. and you have, and it's not just lightning. You can do that for your party of okay. like three or f- is it three and 13? Yeah. Three players. Um, and, and uh, yeah, it's a good time. It's a good right. time. Cool beans. Cool beans. M9 prime writes in question for the Sony pony express. Yeah. If you had any Let's two franchises to do a collaboration, which franchises, Excuse me, would it be? Oh my god, that was a little gross. I hope it didn't catch on Mike. Which world and which style would you want them to use? Think uh, Street Fighter X Tekken or the SNES game Battletoads Double Dragon? Yeah, uh, a little bit of a cheat okay. answer. Yeah. I want a PlayStation mascot kart racer so bad. <laughs> Give me Mario Kart with PlayStation characters. Fair. Yeah. Please. I know there is a, a Bloodborne cart being made uh, unofficially, and it looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Just g- give me Nathan Drake racing alongside Asherbot on, like, yeah. through the streets of, of Raccoon City. That's what I want. <laughs> Honestly, Sony, Nintendo, Kiss, Makeup, um, Super Smash Brothers X, PlayStation, All-Stars. Let's do it. Yes. Where it's just Absolutely. PlayStation, like, dude, let me see the Bloodborne Hunter, and he could just be a skin clone of, like, you know, Link. You know, let me see yeah. Nathan Drake be just a straight up clone of, like, Barack Obama's favorite character, Captain Falcon. You know? Yeah. <laughs> His main. Yeah. You believe that? The leader of the free world played Super Smash Brothers? <laughs> that doesn't make you seem cooler, Barry. You had more important things to do, you know? <laughs> Uh, on a less bigger scale, I would say uh, a funny one because I'm staring at it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me uh, a Last of Us cross Parappa the rapper. Get Ellie in like a rapping <laughs> game. And I she's just like she's just trying to do the jokes. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, Bertos Maximus writes in, Hey guys, hope you're both doing well. Joe, I hope your dog is doing okay. <laughs> Spoiler alert. With uh, the issues with your dog. But listen, listen again. We yeah. got clarity, hindsight, you know. Yes. Yeah, yeah, All that stuff. Closure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. I'm going to be good. Yeah, give me a week. I'll yes, you fine. are. Uh, so, question this week, Final Fantasy 16 related. Have either of you platted it? And if so, is... Uh, sorry. If so... Is it hard to do or an impossible task? I'm having so much fun and is is definitely my game of the year. As usual, stay safe. Keep making the brilliant show for us and have a good one from one of your many friends across the pond. 
Thank you so much, Berto. So thank you for thank the you, by the way, man. I definitely yeah. appreciate that. Um, as mentioned, we neither of us have platted yeah. it. We're still going through it. I know you have to replay it on Final Fantasy mode. Which is hard mode. Um, which is hard mode. However, mm. you can use those rings to make it a little bit easier, and that Ooh. does not invalidate it. So I think that will be my plan. Okay. Um, and if you do everything you possibly can on the first playthrough, all the side quests, get all the weapons, do all the combat stuff. Yeah. Um, like whenever you gain a new power, you instantly do those trophies because that's what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you should be in good shape to just speed line it, uh, speed run it through all the main missions, and have like the the ring on that allows you to automatically evade Ooh, and all that okay. stuff. And yeah. and it shouldn't be too bad. It's not an FF seven remake plat situation where that hard mode was intense. Okay. Maybe. Um, so I think it's definitely doable. Yeah, maybe I'll try it then. Maybe I'll try it. Then. Yeah. It's weird because I as much as I love a good action game, right? Like I just suck at the combat of Final Fantasy sixteen. But I love it, but I know I'm just terrible at it. So let me tell you, once you get a, a power I just got, mm-hmm. you are gonna fall in love with it. Oh, it yeah? takes a parry to the next level. Oh, that's what I like to hear. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, writes in, hey, guys. Hope you're both doing well as you can be. I am. Uh, my question this week is, when has a collectible in a game you miss popped up out of nowhere that you, uh, sorry, that put that put you back on track to finding all of that collectible? God, so many Ooh. all the time. But you know the one that gets me? It gets my go every single time, Kyle? Yeah. Returnal. Oh my God. God. That stupid glyph. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, that glyph, and then there was one audio log that only spawned mm. in one side room that would never load because there was an actual bug or something that didn't get fixed until, you know, stop a making week or collectibles two the, the, the thing. Stop, stop yeah. it. Or at least not randomized ones. Yeah. Stop. Uh, Returnal's a good answer. Yeah. I would say the first time I played Last of Us and found a Firefly pendant that wasn't already given me, mm. and it popping up and seeing all the missed ones that I missed because they're they're pretty they're hidden pretty well. Yeah, uh, especially like the ones hanging on trees or whatnot. I'm like, oh crap! I have to go back and immediately play all the chapters to get them. Fair. Fair. Uh, Cowboy Danger D writes a statement from the Sony Pony Express. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to make a statement. Thank you uh, to the absolute amazing community. I had some changes with scheduling and learning new things at my job, and the community was so nice outpouring. I just wanted to say I love you guys. Y'all are an amazing uh, y'all are amazing, and anything anyone is trying to accomplish for their goals, you've got this. As always, much love and shiny side up. Thank you so much. Oh, man. Much. Thank you, Cowboy Danger D. That's amazing. We really have the best community on the internet. We truly it's pretty do. Great. It, we're, the the, the community is just gosh dang wonderful. Yeah. We don't deserve you guys. Thank you guys so much. No. And I, I hope everything at the, the new stuff at the job is going well. Absolutely. Danger D. I, 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 I know you're going to crush it, but yeah. I, I hope everything's going well. Also, you know, I thought about Danger D the other day because I saw yeah. a big like pickup truck that was carrying <laughs> another big giant pickup truck. And I'm like, isn't that oh. redundant? I'm like, how <laughs> crazy that is. It's like, oh, yeah. like, yeah. it, it was like one of those trucks that like, like, it's literally one of the trucks that picks up like 
other cars that are broken down, picking up another truck that is made for, you know, taking up, like, broken-ass cars. I, I was like, that's nice. silly. And I thought of Danger D. And I was like, yeah. Uh, Solo writes in, our newest patron, hello. Hey, guys, just wanted to state I was looking for a solid PlayStation podcast to enjoy and found it here. Love the show and the topics y'all discuss. Keep up the great work and the sense of humor involved. I hope you like this this night's episode because we are horned up for some reason. Anyway, too much sex in the city for me. Love the brand Sony Pony and would like to enjoy, or sorry, like to know how it came up and got branded. Oh. This guy up here. Mr. Kyle Stevenson. What? Oh, yeah, it was me. Yeah. I forget how. Well, because. I think, I think we were. Oh, as what we alluded to earlier, <laughs> there was a segment that Joe used to do that I was never super comfortable with as, as I, I felt so. it. Maybe that is why our PlayStation Direct issues are a thing. <laughs> Who knows? But involved it involved Joe going to a certain member of PlayStation house and house. and steal. Okay, you're saying it good and stealing his mail and saying awful things. <laughs> and that was our, every week. Yeah. That was our mail section. Um, and I was just like, I forgot how I landed on this one, but. I thought of like old like male things and pony ex- the old pony real yeah. pony express came to mind. I was like, I'll just and, lean into the the fanboyness and do yeah. Sony Pony Express. And honestly, yeah. I think it's a like it's such a great name. I would like to know where Sony Pony came from, like the term. Is it just because it rhymes and people are like, okay, yeah, it's like phonetically, it's like oh, let me, and like let me see. but like ponies aren't a real horse, like. <laughs> whoa you know it's like gotcha you you dumb idiot like hold on do you really don't think ponies exist no no i know ponies exist but like like they're not real horses or whatever because they're smaller they're made for kids or something they're probably crossbred with a like you know a donkey and that's why they're so short some type of birth defect that we've bred into them because we're monsters like that. <laughs> I can't find an actual answer. Someone just because it rhymes. Like like pugs can't sleep good because that's, you know, we bred that into them, you know, because they looked cute. Mm. They looked so ugly it was cute. So we just bred them that way, you know? I guess. It just makes you think. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, that has been the trophy room this oh, week. Oh, re- really quickly. Yeah. Oh, you found the term? I just... No, I, I found the term. It just says uh, <laughs> definition of Sony fanboy. All right, cool. Okay. Uh, and then coordinated terms, X-Bot, which we knew. Yep. Did you know that people call Nintendo fans Nintendrones? Yes. I've never heard that until this very moment. Yeah, a few times because they just do whatever, you know, Doug says. <laughs> huh. Oh, go go uh, play as these little seeds with different colors. <laughs> Dumb idiots. Logan in chat says origin of Sony Pony uh, was on the GameFAQs Xbox 360 boards mm. to describe the Sony fanboys who would come galloping over to the Xbox boards whenever there was bad Sony news or when PSN was shut down. Oh. Well, there you go. That makes sense. The more you know. Yeah. The more, the more you, you know. know. And now it's just people that are too involved with, you know, the box. And listen, yeah. we host a PlayStation show, but like, I love when I hear Xbox folks going, I like your show. Yeah. You know, it makes me feel nice. When Nintendo yep. people come in here going, 
I ate a whole bottle of glue. <laughs> Because Doug Bowser told me to. I love this show. <laughs> also, you ever heard this Miyamoto quote? <laughs> also, I think it smells like toast in here. Does anybody else smell toast? <laughs> oh, my God. When you said ate a whole bottle of glue, I, for some reason, thought of uh, Billy Madison in kindergarten and his teacher. <laughs> That's the first thing that popped in my head. Oh, God. Billy Madison is such a great, great movie. That Veronica Vaughn is one piece of ash. I would know from experience. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. No, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> and, of course, my second favorite quote. If peeing your pants is cool, then consider me Miles Davis. <laughs> Oh, the man. greatest movie ever made. Adam right. Sandler deserves way more credit than he actually gets. Way more. Way more. Not for the gemstones or whatever that he, he got. Pe- for- people focus on the Netflix movies yeah. more and need to realize the lengthy list of other, you know, greats he gave us. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Kyle, that's been the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. And honestly, God, did I need this episode. <laughs> I needed it so bad. Thank you. It all finally so just much. hit me what you meant by that gemstones thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! What was the movie called? Uncut Gems. There you go. <laughs> A very serious movie. I hated it. Kyle, anything you'd like to spotlight before you get on out of here? Oh, <sighs> uh, spotlight on myself, Mister Kesef, pretty much everywhere. Um, Something uh, for 61 Indie, uh, we're doing smaller showcases now, we announced, uh, in between like the big mini indie showcase. So um, last weekend, I went to Play NYC, which is a local New York uh, gaming expo run by Playcrafting, um, and we highlighted 10 awesome indies there, and uh, we put together a little... 15 minute uh, thing showing them off nice. having the devs talk about their games so go check that out that airs on Thursday um, as well as our podcast this week and for next week is all about Play NYC and the games we played um, some really fun things uh, let me tell you there's a game Joe that you're going to absolutely love oh yeah oh yeah I think it's called Neon I always forget it it's Neon something but it's okay. a very cool like um uh, it does a thing where it's like a side-scrolling 8-bit mm-hmm. pixel art game, but you have to like shoot in the background and worry about enemies in the foreground, Ooh. like on the fly. And okay. it like the background reminds me of like Time Cop, uh, Time Crisis, like in the arcade where you have to duck or whatever. I'm in. <laughs> and then you have to back out and deal with the enemies like a side-scroll and beat them up. It's awesome. All right. Um, but yeah, check it out on Thursday at youtube.com slash 61indie. And of course, the main big mini indie showcase is August 31st, which apparently is like the indie showcase day. There's like three other Ooh. ones on the same day, but we're we're leading the charge at 10 a.m. Eastern. Nice. Um, so yeah, keep it locked to all that fun stuff. Indie mm-hmm. games are alive and well. And y'all, you can follow me over at Mr. Badbit on Twitter. You can follow me over at Mr. Underscore Badbit on threads. Does anybody even go there anymore? Who knows? Find out when you follow me there. And please share me uh, your your puppy pictures. If you got a dog, a cat, an iguana, 
anything, a pet that you love, uh, send it my way. Send it like, here's a pick. You know? How about a pet rock? Can I send you a pet rock? Pet rock with googly eyes will do. Okay. Uh, yeah. And tell, just tell me about them. How, why, why you love them. That's going to, that's actually going to help me a lot. See, another doggos has helped me a tremendous deal, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and again, I, I want to thank everybody for being just so wonderful and supportive the past few weeks as we've been going through it. So thank you all so very much. Uh, and of course, next week you can find me here reacting live to the opening night live, 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 live with Jeff Keeley and me, Joe, AKA Mr. Bad Bit. So there you go. You can follow this show over at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. You can follow this show over on YouTube at PS Trophy Room as well. You can follow the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast, wherever you find your podcast service of choice. And next week, Kyle, remind me, we're going to announce one of our biggest giveaways ever, ever, ever. That was an echo. What? That's right. So with all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody. Alligators are upset because they got all them teeth and no toothbrush. <laughs> Out of the way. Keep your wits about you. Keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. <laughs> See you guys. But I wipe my own ass. <laughs> I love you.